And good evening, everybody. You are listening to V891, The Roar, WXVU. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and this is the Villanova Football Pregame Show. We're back, baby. We're your Villanova Wildcats coming off a big win against Lehigh. We'll be taking on the Patriot League's very finest Colgate Raiders in their home opener. It's going to be a light blue out themed game, and there's been some weather issues. So initially, this game was slated to be uh, scheduled for a 6 p.m. kickoff, but it's been pushed back to 6:40. So that's why the pregame show is happening right now and not 30 minutes prior. So, but Villanova, let's just really jump right into it. I mean, really an emphatic season opening win for the Wildcats against a big rival against Lehigh. Lehigh hasn't been great lately, and Villanova has had a great record against Patriot League teams, but still a great performance overall. And in particular, it was really dominated by the uh, it was really dominated by the fact that I mean Jalen Jackson was just a beast in this game. Two early touchdowns in the first half, and Rajon Pringle with two touchdowns as well. Villanova was up thirty-one to three at halftime, and Part of that, too, is just the defense was coming up clutch as well. You have Ty Trin and Tyrell Mims both getting interceptions. And then you had a fumble recovery by Richie Kimmel as well. And all of those drives gave Villanova short fields to work with. And then they were able to convert all of those into touchdowns. And, yeah, for Villanova, they just they dominated in the beginning. They had a nice little touchdown from Jalen Jackson. And then... You had the forced fumble by Jake Reichwine, the graduate defensive end, and then Richie Kimmel fell on it. And then Villanova was up 14 to nothing as you had a 28-yard touchdown to Rajon Pringle. And then after that, Lehigh got a field goal, but then another big Jalen Jackson run got Villanova into field goal range. They kicked the field goal at 17-3. And then Ty Trin interception leads to another Rajon Pringle touchdown. Villanova's then up 24-3. And then Tyrell Mims gets an interception as well. And then it's a long touchdown for Jalen Jackson, almost 50 yards. Villanova's now up 31-3. And it just kept going on. And then even D. Will Barley got in on the action as well. He had himself a good day with 10 carries and 103 yards. He had a big run on fourth down that got him all the way to around the one or the two and then the very next play just punched it in so it was 38 to three lehigh got a garbage time touchdown that didn't really mean much and villanova ended up thrashing lehigh 38 to 10 and really just the run game was super super solid 284 yards rushing mainly because i alluded to it earlier d will barley had 10 carries 104 yards was just a beast and but the real story too was Jalen Jackson eight carries 144 yards making a little Villanova history he's only the third guy in school history to ever do that to rush for 140 yards on eight or fewer carries and the other two guys that did it this was pre this was 1947 this was 70 80 years ago so Jalen Jackson etching himself into Villanova football history has had a really good career and that's another accomplishment that he can hold his head high on and Rajon Pringle, he had three catches for 40 yards. But again, those two touchdowns, he just came up huge when the Wildcats needed him. In terms of Connor Watkins, you could probably guess this just from the fact that 
I was talking earlier about, oh, Villanova almost ran for 300 yards. It was kind of just a typical day at the office for him. He didn't really do anything wrong. He did throw an interception, but it was only 119 yards passing. He had the two touchdowns, but again, granted, the defense were giving him short fields to work with. It wasn't like he was doing a lot of it with his arm, but he didn't really do anything wrong. It was a good performance, very game manager-like from Connor Watkins, so... Solid performance from him overall, and then the defense played great just with forcing turnovers, and then it was great just to see the offense taking advantage of those short fields. It's how you win football games. Villanova just looked very, just very ready, very composed. You think back to last year, there were just games that they were clearly the better team, and they ended up losing those games, and I mean, Villanova has owned Lehigh recently so maybe the, like this isn't the game to be worried about that uh, Villanova may choke it away or, or lose or have a really bad performance against they're also great in season openers by the way but still it was just great for Villanova to just lay the hammer down and have a really good performance and I mean not to spoil my keys to the game pick or anything like that but I also think that they'll do the same to Colgate another Patriot League team but because Villanova, they're 40-4 and four against teams that are in the Patriot League um, since they became an FCS program in 1985. And that's 16 consecutive wins. They've gone a decade undefeated against other Patriot League opponents. So it was just a great day for Villanova overall. And I think it continues against Colgate. But we're now going to shift over to Colgate and it's it's, I mean, heading into it in terms of analyzing their form, it's just been... It's been terrible. I mean, they lost 65 to nothing against Syracuse. Now, granted, they're an FBS program, so if Villanova played Syracuse, I'm sure that it would be pretty difficult. But, I mean, Colgate was just completely mismatched in this one. I mean, just a couple stats just to tell you the whole story here. Colgate offense, total yards, 106. But then Syracuse, 677. And then Colgate rushing yards, 54 yards. And it, it was, and then the quarterback Michael Brescia, who we'll talk about a little bit later as well, he was seven of fourteen passing for just twenty nine yards, just twenty nine yards and two interceptions, and one point eight yards per play on the ground as well. It was the biggest, uh, it was the most amount of points for uh, for Syracuse in uh, Coach Dino Babber's eight year run for the orange so and garrett schrader their quarterback just absolutely dotted them up 18 for 24 257 yards four touchdowns really not much else to say i mean they got completely just slapped around in this game but i will take away one positive and i think that this is a big key for colgate this is probably the one thing that i would look at and say that this could keep the game close and maybe Colgate makes it a little bit interesting. The one thing that Colgate did that was solid was that they were getting some solid pressure towards Garrett Schrader and just running through that Syracuse offensive line. That was the one thing they did. There were times where these this, this front four for the Raiders is underratedly ferocious it it can it can really uh they can really just get through the offensive line and really try to pressure the QB so that'll be something to look out for and really for the run game too you talk about Villanova coming into this they had such a great rushing performance with Jalen Jackson and D. Will Barley but with that front four with Colgate I mean 
We'll see, right? We'll see. I mean, uh, uh, Villanova's offensive line also was great, too. I mean, you have Michael Corby there, who was named to the CAA all-preseason team. So maybe I'm grasping at straws here. Maybe there isn't much to make this super, super competitive. Um, But I would say that's like the one strength with Colgate, especially defensively. And I would also add another one. We'll get into kind of some of the player descriptions here for Colgate. They have Michael Prescio we talked about. He didn't play great, but, I mean, he's one of the five guys on this Colgate team who was named to the Patriot League All-League team. And he's part of the reason why Colgate was picked third uh, or, or was picked uh, ranked number three in the Patriot League preseason poll. So he's a solid player. He's a dual-threat quarterback, rushed for 750 or so yards, 13 rushing touchdowns last year in his freshman season. He, he, uh, it, it, was, it was tough uh, winning the QB1 spot this year, but he ended up doing it. It was a very competitive camp for him, so he's very battle-tested. And he also threw for 1,600 yards and had seven touchdowns. So he's a solid player. But again, the problem is is that this offensive line, we alluded to it earlier with the 54 rushing yards for Colgate and their loss against Syracuse, is the offensive line is not great. As Brescia got sacked 27 times last year. So that's going to be very difficult. What that tells me is it's going to be a lot of scrambling from Brescia. He's going to try to play a lot of hero ball trying to make things happen with his legs trying to make these throws that are off balance trying to play hero ball trying to uh, basically one man show this thing into a close game but we'll see we'll see if that works uh and but the primary weakness i mean there's there's uh, there's a decent amount of weaknesses i think for colgate um but i like i'd probably say the biggest one is their passing defense, their secondary, because it got torched by Syracuse last week. I think with Villanova, the fact that you have Jerron Hayek, who it didn't even play uh, too much, he didn't really get a lot of targets last game, and he'll be he'll be ready, suited up, and he's one of the most reliable uh, Villanova receivers. He was named to the All Preseason team this past year. And he'll be there in addition to Rajwan Pringle, who just had a really good game. I think that's going to be enough to overpower this Colgate secondary for sure. And Connor Watkins is a typical, very accurate quarterback that doesn't make a ton of mistakes. So I think it's going to be very tough for the Colgate secondary to stop that passing attack for um, to, to keep this game close for them. It's definitely... It's it's definitely a key for them, but it'll it'll be very difficult for the Raiders to get something going on that end. Um, they do. Uh, the Colgate does have some guys coming back in terms of their receiving core. They do have Brady uh, Brady Hutchinson, Trayvon Saunders. Those are just two guys to look out for. They'll be back. There's some good gadget players that Michael Brescia can use, hopefully, uh, to get this Colgate team going on 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 drives and try to get and try to get scores and i mean but the run game isn't that great the run game is not great i mean you have Jaden henry and you have max herleman and 
Jaden Henry rushed for two yards. Max Herleman rushed for nine yards. So that's going to be really difficult. And we just alluded to the fact that, I mean, this D-line for Villanova is pretty solid with Jake Reichwein, right? And, I mean, you have Shane Hartzell, too, led the team in tackles in that win against Lehigh last week. So it's going to be very difficult for them to establish the ground game. Colgate's going to have to throw the ball a lot. It's going to be a lot of Brescia scrambling and hoping he hooks up with Hutchinson and Saunders. So... We'll see how it goes. It just it just seems like a very uphill battle for Colgate to fight. This is a team that was three and eight last year overall, two and four in conference play. They were, uh, I mean, again number three in the Patriot League standings, but again the Patriot League in terms of playing opponents outside of the Patriot League, it's been very difficult. Their non-conference record as a league isn't super great. So, but. It'll it'll just be interesting to see how it all how it all shakes out for Villanova and Colgate. We are going to take just a quick break here, a little 30 60 second break just to just to get my bearings and then we'll uh I'll delve into the three main keys, three main things to look out for. We already talked about one or two, but I'll add a couple more and I'll give my official prediction and if Villanova will cover their favored night uh by 19 points. They covered last time against Lehigh. They were favored by 18, so we will see, but we're just going to take a quick little 30 second break. We'll be right back here. You're listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. On Tuesday, September 12th, a student employment session will be held in the Haverford Room in the Connolly Center between 9.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. This is your chance to handle new hire paperwork and I-9-related matters. Olivia Brink is available for any questions. Reach out to her at olivia.brink at villanova.edu. And welcome back to... Your Villanova football pregame show. You're listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane. Pretty much talked about a lot of what we needed to talk about today with Villanova versus Colgate, the home opener. Villanova's 1 0. Let's get some concrete keys of the game down, then let's get this prediction going, and then hopefully kickoff will be at 640. I mean, it was supposed to be at 6. I think the weather's supposed to be a little bit better. There's definitely some spotty showers in the area, some thunderstorms, but I know people, I think, are now in the stadium, and they're getting ready to go. So the first key I would say for Villanova is that they did a great job with the turnovers, right? Three turnovers in the first half, two INTs, one fumble, forced and recovery and they avoided costly penalties. It's just simple, right? Villanova played great. They just got to do more of that. They just got to do more of that. I talked about it in the beginning. They need to be able, uh, they need to just continue that discipline. They need to just play smart football. They're the better team. They don't need to be super aggressive and play all gung-ho uh, like Colgate has to do when we talk about Colgate's keys to the game. They can just kind of sit back, let their talent do the work for them, force a couple turnovers, not make any silly penalties, and they should be good at least on the defensive side of the ball as well and offensively as well, not turning it over to Colgate, right? Ball security, all the fundamentals are definitely at play here. You're playing a team that is easy to overlook, but you still have the opponent in front of you. And I think Villanova will do a good job of that. Second thing, too, and talked about it a little bit, but this is a real tune-up for the UCF game next week for Villanova, right? Playing that FBS team, uh, 
they played against Army last year. They looked okay in the very beginning, and then just they kind of ran out of gas, and they just really struggled from there. So they're trying to play a little bit better against the FCS opponent on their schedule this year, which is UCF. And part of that's going to be with Connor Watkins and how 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 efficient is his arm going to be how how is this how 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 is Watkins and Jerron Hayek and Rajon Pringle how's that connection that trio how productive is that going to be in that game against UCF and what better way to prepare for that against a Colgate secondary that isn't super great I'm curious to see how Connor Watkins performs because he did not throw the ball a ton. He also missed a couple throws, and he did throw an interception. I know he played fine. He played a good game. But today you do want to see him, I think, throw for maybe more than 200, something like that, try to try to work his arm out a little bit. It'll definitely be interesting to see what Coach Ferrante has up his sleeve in terms of that part of the game plan. And then the final thing, also maybe just another little bit concerning, and we didn't talk about this at all. Well, we talked about how Villanova was – just great against the run, right? Lehigh only ran for 70 yards. It was it was really tough for them to to go up against that ferocious Villanova front four that's terrorized a lot of opposing offenses. But the passing game, it was fine. They got a lot of turnovers, which makes it look better than it actually was. But if you look at Braden Silbor, the quarterback for Lehigh, and he's no Caleb Williams. He's 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 not a superstar. Right, he's 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 Lehigh's quarterback. He threw for 200 yards and hooked up with nine different receivers. So, again, he only had one touchdown and he had the picks. And it's not amazing. It's not a great stat line, but you'd think with winning 38 to 10 and having such a dominant, uh, having such an edge in the rushing game, and even just in terms of total yards, that you'd think, oh. Um, Braden Silbor had must have had a bad game, but he actually had a better game that it still wasn't great, right? The interceptions mean a lot, but the fact that he was able to throw for 200 yards, it's it's just the tiniest bit concerning. It's the tiniest bit concerning. I'm sure that I, I mean I trust I, I trust Ty Trin, I trust Tyrell Mims, I trust Jalen Goodman, I trust the secondary a lot. So. Again, could just be grasping at straws here, but I just I want to see how the secondary looks. A lot of this is a tune-up again for that UCF game last week. So, for Villanova to work out any kinks that um, that were there in Lehigh, very minor kinks, I think would be good for them heading into that UCF game. So it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out. And then quickly, Colgate's keys to the game. I said it earlier, and I'm going to say it again. It's just the pass rush, that front four, that one little. That one little advantage they have on the um, on the in the front four, they gotta exploit that. They gotta just somehow find a way to overpower this Villanova offensive line, particularly Michael Corby, who's really the star of that unit. But again, I just I don't know if it'll happen, right? I mean, but it'll be interesting to see what Stan Dukoski, their coach. Um, does in terms of defensive blitz packages is he gonna send blitzes every single play how how is he and then and then if that doesn't work are you gonna operate under a zone you may be struggling to get pressure it's it's just a tough situation for for Colgate and then another thing too yeah just taking a lot of chances of getting stops and if they somehow have a lead they have to control the clock and somehow run the ball but again Jaden Henry and Max Herleman are not exactly your best backs to go with right I mean they didn't neither of them even broke double digit rushing yards respectively so overall long story short Villanova's a 19 point favorite I think they cover 
uh, pretty comfortably. I think they win by three touchdowns, maybe in between three or four touchdowns. So they win by 24 or uh, 27, I think, is probably the margin of victory. Um, I think it'll be kind of close in the first half. I think Michael Prescia is a low-key sneaky talented quarterback he'll make some plays uh to to Saunders and to uh Hutchinson but I think overall I mean it, it may be a 10 14 point game at halftime probably 14 point game at halftime but then Villanova is just gonna assert themselves use that talent and they'll roll comfortably to 2-0 and and then get ready for UCF. So hopefully that's the plan, but that is going to do it here for the Villanova football pregame show. Again, things are still a little bit in flux, so uh, we do want to thank you guys just for um, just for sticking around. You probably tuned in and thought, oh, wait, uh, wait, where's David? Where's where's Pat? Uh, oh, why is the pregame show going on? What happened? But, um, but rest assured, the game will start at 6.40 as of right now. We'll keep you posted. So... That'll be pretty much it. Again, thanks for listening to the Villanova Football Pregame Show. You've been listening to WXVU V89 won the roar. I've been your host, Stephen Kane. I'll see you guys at halftime, whatever that may be. And we'll send it over to uh, we'll send it over to David Pat and the other guys up at the Villanova Football Stadium very shortly. So and as always, go cats. This January marks the official rollout of WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led health and wellness department in college radio. The initiative reflects a partnership between WXVU and Villanova University's M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. Listen this month for In the Know with Nova Nurses, health news that you can use. It's from WXVNU Health, brought to you by Villanova's V891, The Roar. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Partly cloudy tonight and down to 49 for a low. A mix of sun and clouds Monday, a high of 77. And a mix of sun and clouds Tuesday, high 79 degrees. Ugh. I'm setting another timer for 30 minutes. Ugh, I'm so tired. What time is it? Ah, I have to go to class. Have you ever woken up from a nap like this? Here's some advice, backed by research, to take naps that help you wake up refreshed and sleep at night without trouble. Number one, keep naps short. Naps should only be 15 to 30 minutes long. Number two, optimal napping time is between 1 and 4 p.m., but find a time that works for you. Number three, nap in a quiet, dark, and cool environment without distractions. That means no phones. Really? No phones? Correct, no phones. Now you can feel more rested during those tough work weeks. Happy catnapping, Wildcats. And remember, don't sleep on sleep. This PSA was brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafoul, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We are Villanova's V891. 
The Roar. I'm M.K. Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Blue as far as the eye can see in the stands. Hello and welcome to WXVU 89.1, The Roar's coverage of Villanova football versus Colgate. I'm Patrick Scanlon alongside Dave Chapansky and Aubrey Bowles, and we've got you covered for this key out-of-conference game in the Keystone State. Last weekend saw Villanova roll in Bethlehem to a 38-10 victory against Lehigh on the back of Jalen Jackson and company. 144 yards and two touchdowns on only eight carries. Only the third time in program history that a Villanova running back had over 140 yards on less than 10 carries. The other two times were Joseph Bleski in 1942 and Robert Polidor in 1947. Talk about turning back the clock, Jalen Jackson. On the other side, last weekend saw the kids from Hamilton, New York, throw away their shot, getting trounced in the Carrier Dome to the Syracuse Orangemen by a score of 65 to zilch. But now both team sites are set on this main event on the main line. Can the Wildcats claw their way to a home opener victory? Or will Colgate brush past Villanova and take one on the road? Initial thoughts on this one, David. Well, I'll start off with saying I thought last week against Lehigh, there was an incredible balance for this Villanova football team. And at the CAA Media Day about a month ago, Coach Ferrante really highlighted the balance of both the offense and the defense, something that he thought that this team struggled with last season. He thought also that on defense, the players that were really young last year, they got some valuable experience and should be ready to go for this season. So it's great to be back, and I think this balance for Villanova's team is really going to help them this season. We've got a new member on the broadcast. He's been here a couple times with folks. Aubrey Bowles, welcome to the studio. As I should say, our nice new brand new studio. Uh, but Aubrey, great to have you in here. And some initial, you know, keys to the game. What are you thinking against this big test versus Colgate? Yeah, it's been a, been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, so for Villanova, I think definitely the keys to the game going to be the run game. I mean, the run game against Lehigh was incredible. 284 yards uh, on 31 carries. Um, and then I also think they need to get the, the passing game going. Uh, I mean, Kind of Watkins through 120 yards, um, and so I think that today is a really good test to see if they can, you know, improve that game because they can't be dependent on the run game all season. And then I also think um, experience is huge. Villanova's got 17 athletes on their roster that are either fifth years or grad students, and Colgate has one. So I think the the leadership is definitely definitely there. Um, Colgate also had 16 first-time players playing in Syracuse, and Villanova only had 13. So I think they definitely have an edge in the leadership, uh, which will definitely play a key in today's game. As for Colgate, I think keep the composure. Um, they were down 37-0 at half against Syracuse, um, and Villanova was up 14-0 against Lehigh in the first quarter. So I think not letting the game get too away from them is huge. Um, and I also think they have to convert on third downs. Uh, they were 3 for 17 against Syracuse. Um, so I think that's huge to keep the drives going. And you talk about veteran leadership, Jalen Jackson. I mean, talk about a beast and a sixth-year senior at that. I mean, at this point, you know, might as well keep him for his whole career. Uh, <laughs> NFL, don't take him away from us just too yet. But a lot of, I mean, your top two guys in the backfield, D. Will and uh, Jalen Jackson, have 11 years combined of experience. I mean, that's, I mean, in the rest of your players, so much senior leadership. This veteran-heavy squad. Not predicted to do well, as we were talking about in the pregame, at, in the CAA standings, but this team is going to be able to do the damage because they have that experience. They've lost those games, they've won those close games, and now they're going to have a shot to put all their knowledge together, all their tests, all their talent, into a season of Villanova football with these experienced, valuable veteran players. Yeah, Villanova needs this uh, this 
rushing attack to continue to be impressive. And I think that really helps Connor Watkins, too, because last year we saw him scramble a lot and then sometimes make some bad throws or maybe not be as effective when he's running the football. And I think that really helps Connor kind of open his game, expand his game, which will help this Villanova offense really get going. Yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Pringle have another big game. Had two scores against Lehigh, which was nice. Um, I think Hike is going to play today. So I think uh, that Watkins definitely, you know, that's one of his favorite targets. So I think that he's definitely going to have more options deep. Yeah, Hyatt did not play in the game in Bethlehem today. Hopefully that will change, but obviously it wasn't too bad of a difference uh, with Villanova's lopsided win uh, an hour's drive from Villanova's camps. But let's do a quick look in Colgate, based in Hamilton, New York, nicknamed the Raiders from the Patriot League. Colgate, Villanova, all-time 5-1. Villanova leads this one. They've won all five of its last five matchups, with Colgate winning the first one way back in the day. Uh, now, most recent meeting came in 2019, season opener for the Wildcats, a week zero trip to Hamilton. Came away with a 34-14 victory. And Colgate's last trip to the main line, first-round FCS playoff game in 2008. And you know what happened in 2008, folks. <laughs> a national championship headed to the main line. Hopefully, we'll be seeing something similar this year on Villanova's campus at Villanova Stadium. But one thing we can talk about, I think we're talking about this a lot, stadium, we had a little bit of a little bit earlier. We, did, we didn't see, you know. It didn't actually rain that was another here thing. at Villanova Stadium. It was dark, but it did, and it still is. Uh, but it did not rain, but I know they were keeping everybody underneath to keep fans safe, which very smart, of course. Very smart, but we have 40-minute delay, but doesn't stop the student section from coming out. A light blew out as far as the eye can see. Look around, folks. The student section is here to play. It's the place to be. place to be on campus. I mean, tailgates were out. You saw some weird Colgate tailgate, didn't you? Yeah. Back at, uh, they kind of pushed him over by Mendel. Yeah, next to the train station. <laughs> right by Rosie's Coffee. Great place to get a cup of coffee, but I don't know if I'd tailgate over there. I don't know if that would be the case for me. But we're at a student run out right now. Cool thing the nation's doing. Today at Villanova Stadium for the season opener versus Colgate, or a home opener, I should say, we are having any student that wants to run on the field with the football team, they're going to be able to do it. So the nation, run on the football field. Bands lined up, queued up for Villanova Faithful and the Villanova 82-man roster. There is such an amazing crowd here from the student section standpoint. I mean, it is packed. Like when we had this last year, pretty much for the home opener, but I think it's more full, especially on the student section side, uh, than it was last year for the home opener. But also, I think the weather had a big part in that as well, kind of allowing fans to get to the stadium and uh, to have everybody come in, get ready for game time. You hear the roar of the crowd, folks. That's not the Wildcat. That is the fans. <laughs> You know, at one point, Villanova did have a wild cat, a real live wild cat on the, uh, you know, the sidelines for basketball and some football games. Obviously, that wasn't such a great idea. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how safe that is. But Colgate, Tez, Colgate takes the takes the field, getting a lot of booze from the blue and white. If y'all don't, don't mind, I'm going to go out there and run with the Villanova. Please do. <laughs> Get out there. Coming to the field, Aubrey. <laughs> He may be a swimmer, folks, but he's a runner. Oh, yeah. He's a runner here on the field today. But four minutes till kickoff. We're trying to see Colgate takes the field. Villanova, we await for this student section slash Villanova active man roster. Run out through the tunnel. Should be a good one. As Will D. Cat crosses arms, ready to go. Flags waving. The smoke's going. And Villanova takes the field, folks. V for victory. V for Villanova. We hope that's the case today. As the football players and the football fans take the field. 
These baby blue uniforms are just fantastic. Oh. We talked about it beforehand, before the broadcast, too. But, I mean, with the white helmets, just Saturday night under the lights, can't ask for much better than this. Exactly. God bless Saturday. I think Kid Rock said it best. But baby blue, I don't think they ended up doing with the, the fans. Oh, no, they're here. They come right now. Don't know if fans getting a chance to run on the field as well. Boy, are those are those active players? I think they're players. Okay, maybe I think due to the rain, they might have washed the fan section, uh, the fan run out. I think they're probably going to redo it next week. But, you know, the nation, go support the nation. Do your little donation. Join the nation. Get 100 free points with your lottery system for getting a better chance to get at those Villanova basketball games. But the nation, join the nation. Just had their general body meeting on Wednesday. Coach Ferrante came out. Try to get the crowd hyped. Obviously, we're had to said, come out, come support. Any any Villanova football game, you are allowed to come to, free of charge. Uh, and every game you scan is 100 points to your credit, which is which is a nice thing. And a lot, a lot of people, you know, football is a big big thing, big time football school. We obviously are not a big time football school. We have not, a chance not to yet. Not yet. That's right. 2022. Maybe tonight's a start. <laughs> 2024 will be a year to remember. Hopefully, to join that trophy case, 2008 Villanova. The quest for undefeated remains tonight, hopefully. It remains, it remains intact, folks, as the captains join. Heads or tails? Aubrey, are you a tails guy or a heads guy? Always tails. Tails never fails, I heard. Yep. Wow. We'll see what happens here. What about you, Pat? I'm a heads guy. You know, I, I think heads, but we're going to see Colgate's going to receive the ball here first half as handshakes go. We will see you at kickoff live from Villanova Stadium up next. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Thunderstorms will end this evening. We'll see cloudy skies overnight. It'll go down to 68. Thunderstorms are likely throughout your Sunday, a high of 79 degrees. And partly sunny skies Monday, a high of 82. During Villanova Move-In Day, WXVU spoke with Villanova Vice President for Student Life, Kathy Burns, about student career decisions. I, I always feel like when you are 17, 18, 19 years old, how could you possibly know what you want to do for the rest of your life? And in fact, sometimes I worry about those students who are like, I'm going to do this and then this and then this, and they think that they have it all mapped out. And and sometimes it plays out that way. And, and yet I would say to everyone sitting out there who may think you have a map, a map is great, but sometimes there's a really interesting exit ramp that you feel like I need to go off this ramp and discover something else. So so do try to always stay open to discovering what a, a true and deep passion may be. Listen to the full conversation and all of our move in day interviews on WXVU's podcast feed available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are live back at Villanova Stadium for the kickoff between Villanova and Colgate. Your home opener on WXVU 9.1 The Roar. I'm Patrick Scanlon alongside David Chapansky and Aubrey Bowles. As we await Nathan Fondacaro's kick, the light blue is ready. Kicks it off. Car on the five as lead blockers inside. He's tripped up big time, pulled down from number 27. As Villanova special teams does their job early on. Yeah, Colgate wanted a flag on that. I play thought it might have been a horse collar. Horse collar, I'll keep that for uh, the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> Not going to happen at Villanova Stadium. As Colgate offense takes the field, led by their junior quarterback, by the name of Michael Brescia, from Hillsdale, Illinois. Didn't get a lot going last week with their 
drown, uh, trouncing in the Carrier Dome, but we'll see what they can do today. We're one in motion. Pass out. Caught. Outside. Nice little hit outside by Isis Waxer. Wax on, wax off. The Iceman. Goes by ice. This will call him ice. But big push out. That's going to be a gain of around five yards. we got second and five coming up on the 28-yard line. It should be interesting to see who the pressure is on here. Colgate, of course, didn't score any points last week against Syracuse. So they are going to be ready to go in this one to score. Pretty good first play. We got Villanova in the 3-3-5. Really helps for an explosive team like Villanova. Back to pass. Brings it across. Caught by number nine. Outside at the first down and more. About the 40-yard line. That's Trayvon Saunders from Columbus, Ohio. Getting the first down. Moving the chains for Colgate. Is the Raider March. Moves on. The defense looked pretty good in that first half versus Lehigh. Obviously, you know, you got some young talent that moved in later in that second half, which got that touchdown for Lehigh. But as we saw, they're getting, they're getting not, not doing too great right now. It's lightning strikes near the stadium. Wow, that was kind of close, actually. Snap. Give it a motion. Oh, but a flag. Had a little jet sweep action, but a false start on the maroon and gray. So let's back this one up, folks. First and 15. Talk about the defense. Two interceptions last week for the Wildcats and even a fumble. So they were really uh, putting a lot of pressure on Lehigh. And it showed, of course, Villanova is the better team than Lehigh. They played like it last week. But the defense really helped out a lot last Saturday. We got Colgate here, first and 15. Some laundry on the field for that false start. They got twins for Colgate. With, uh, with Brescia in the backfield with number three, Jaden Henry, the Fort Lauderdale, Florida kid, as a halfback. Got nine in motion. We got QB jaw up the middle. Only game of two. But he's thrown to the ground with authority. Yeah, that's right. Talk to him. Talk to him nice. That's number three, Elijah Glover. Lethal weapon. Making his way for a short game for Colgate. And then we got second and long. He definitely had some words for him. I know uh, Russia had only 29 passing yards in all the game against Syracuse. So definitely off to a better start here. Um, we'll see if he can continue yeah no not a great, great play. not a great time for him but we got yeah. everybody out though solo in the backfields brescia we'll see what happens here on the second and 13 pass in backfield brescia to the right side almost tipped away we got a little out route there tipped down to the ground not a great throw for brescia Brescia and this Colgate offense really passing a lot here early. Last year, though, especially towards the end of it when Brescia was getting a lot of playing time, uh, he was running the ball a lot and actually doing pretty well for this Colgate offense. Uh, put up 330 yards passing, too, in that game against Lehigh on November the 12th of last year. So Brescia will see if maybe he runs a little bit more, but right now going to a lot of the passes early on. Here we go. Third and long, folks, in the shotgun. Brescia back, drops back to pass. Flings it over the right side, and it's incomplete. Broken up by number six, Devin Marshall. The defensive back from Boston, Massachusetts, folks. And we've got a three, not a three and out. They did get that first down. We've got a fourth and long, and the punting unit will come out. Villanova defense does its job. Yeah, that's two great plays in a row from Devin Marshall. First play, receiver heard footsteps. Oh, yeah. He heard a little somebody come knocking, folks. A nice little pass break up there. Great job from him. Now back to receive this one. Jay, uh, Pringle in the backfield. We'll see with this punt. They have pressure coming inside. Oh, almost got a block there. As Pringle sees the punt go out of bounds, not having a chance to receive it. 
We got a build of offense with good field position around the 35-yard line for first and 10. Coming up next, Phil Stadium. It looks like we're staying here, folks. All right, hopefully that lightning. Oh, yeah, no, folks, we have our first quarter. Um, I was going to do this later, but I guess we can do it right now. First quarter opponent CAT scan for you, folks. Uh, for In this one, this CAT scan is going to go to the CAA, Comp Colonial, well, formerly Colonial, now Coastal Athletic Association, conference cutout. Villanova only picked to finish fifth, though. We'll see if they can prove the doubters wrong come this season. In the backfield, Connor Watkins gets, pulls it from D. Will Barley. Got over to number two, Jalen Jackson stumbles, and he's got a couple yards, but could expect more from a Jalen Jackson play. Obviously, eight carries, exploding for 140 yards like that last game. Try to keep it up today. Yeah, it's going to be hard to to definitely you know match that performance, but if there's a guy that can do it, it's definitely him. Uh, so it's going to be be fun to watch him play here first home game um he's definitely gonna put on a show for the home crowd oh yeah the richmond guy oh yeah Harper knows a thing or two about oh, yeah him. oh yeah just breed athletes down there we got watkins though calling for td in motion he's got running backs on both sides of jalen and d will barley and we got to run for d will inside jalen jackson i should say my mistake but five yards there and we got his third and short coming up it's going to be interesting to see how Connor Watkins kind of handles this game here today. Last week, 13 for 23 out of 119 passing yards. Two touchdowns, both to Rajon Pringle. But he wasn't really tested too much in that game against Lehigh. Defense didn't really put too much pressure on him, especially in that first half. Now, Colgate did give up 65 points last week, so we'll see how their defense adjusts here today. But I think Watkins really kind of getting some consistency uh, would help, and it starts right here in this home opener. Yeah, no, third and short. This is a big one, folks. Around 45-yard line, we've got Watkins in the shotgun. With D-Will next to him. And two receivers on the left side. None on the right. Gets the snap. And he got a run for D-Will. Cuts inside. D-Will Barley gets it up for the first down. Villanova Wildcats. The 50-48-yard line. Creeping, creeping into Colgate territory. Barley was kind of overshadowed a little bit last week by Jackson, uh, of course, with 144 yards. But D. Will had 11 carries, 102 yards, and even a touchdown in that second half added on for Villanova. So kind of this dual rushing attack by the Wildcats is really setting up nice early on here in the season. You're talking about 11-year veteran experience combined between the two of them, folks. That's nothing to play around with. They're experienced. First and 10 on the 48 as Watkins and D. Will Barley in the backfield. Pulls it. Watkins flings it over to Pringle. Pringle's got a little space. That cuts back, tackled, brought down on the 30, 41-yard line. A little flick to Pringle there on a pull to D. Will Barley. Yeah, great hands for Pringle as the pitch was a little behind them, snagged it, took it for a nice gain. You know, Pringle has a lot of experience, too. I mean, I mean, this offense has seen a lot. They've done a lot. And last year was obviously some growing pains, but now you're, 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 you're prepped up to do pretty well here. We got Rajon Pringle in the motion. We got two receivers on the right side, one on the left, as Watkins takes a snap with D. Will Barley in the backfield. D. Will on the right side. Tries a pit stick a little bit, and he gets enough for another Villanova first down on the 34-yard line. They're marching, folks. 
I really like this drive by the Wildcats. Nothing flashy, but it's just moving down the field, making Colgate, of course, they're already nervous, gave up 65 points last week. Uh, so really just putting the pressure on them, not doing anything, like I said, super flashy, but making their way down the field, good progress, and really getting Watkins and company settled into this game. Yeah, no, not a pretty sight in the Carrier Dome as this Patriot League team just got dismantled. Run amok, whatever you want to call it. As we got twins on both sides, Watkins ISO in the shotgun. Does he bring Jalen Jackson right next to him? Takes a snap. Gives a Jalen a little trickery. We've got TD with the ball on the right side. Nice little from TD. Got some airtime, folks, but not enough for the first down. But the crowd is loving that TD verticality, folks. Woo! That was big time. I mean, you see that pure athleticism from TD. Not many people can can do that. You can't do the cover? You can't, you can't do that. I mean, I'm probably, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm probably one of the few people that could do it. Me? Uh, it's just Aubrey Bowles and TD. Durage here, folks. But some explosive guys in that backfield. He did that against Lehigh, too, yeah. last week. He, I mean, last year, you saw it on display. We got trips on the left side with Jalen Jackson Watkins in the shotgun. Watkins, look at the ball. Snaps away. Gives Jalen Jackson up the middle. Jalen cuts right. Does he have the speed, folks? He's turned on the Jets, and he has enough. Does he get in, folks? Jalen Jackson. A, B, C, easy as one, two, three, the Jackson. He is in for a touchdown. That's six and a Villanova touchdown, folks. Six, zero, Wildcats early. Jalen Jackson just picks off right where he left off last week. Great start for this Villanova offense. Jackson had a big 66-yard run last week. Wasn't quite 66 yards, but a great start for this Villanova offense. Great start to the Saturday night. He's just too, he's just faster than everybody else out there, folks. He is just that speed, especially on the outside. If you get him out there one-on-one, -on -one, you will lose every time. So we got the extra point coming up from one of the heroes last week, last year, uh, Matt Mercurio. Here from California. Gets it up right now. Snaps coming momentarily as Cats lead with 839 to play. You're listening to WXUNF in the roar. Extra points going. On the way. It is good. Matt Mercurio makes a 7-0 lead as Villanova leads at 839 to go. You're listening to WXUNF on the roar. I'm Patrick Scanlon alongside Dave Chapansky and Aubrey Bowles. We'll catch you after the break. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Thunderstorms will end this evening. We'll see cloudy skies overnight. It'll go down to 68. Thunderstorms are likely throughout your Sunday, a high of 79 degrees. And partly sunny skies Monday, a high of 82. Scott Adams with the sounds of Brazil, and we'll jump back in time for Old School Bossa Nova with a generous collection of back-in-the-day hits and a month of radio fun with Brazil's most famous rhythm. It's Astro Gilberto in the Brazil Club Lounge, and our Spotlight song celebrates another long holiday weekend for Brazil's Independence Day. The sounds of Brazil, Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V89.1, The Roar. Mark your calendars for a Fashion History virtual panel on September 14th from 6 to 7.15 p.m. Dive into the fascinating histories of fashion with a virtual panel event. Featuring insights from esteemed experts like Dr. Emmanuel Lugli from Stanford, Dr. Buyan Chen from Swarthmore, and Dr. Alexandra Shorts from the Museum of Art and Design. 
all under the moderation of Villanova's own Dr. Tim McCall. This ACS-approved event is free and open to the public. Reach out to lepage at villanova.edu with any questions. It's to Villanova Stadium for Villanova Colgate, 839 to play. Villanova leads 7-0 on a Jalen Jackson touchdown. Villanova kicks it off here. But something we need to look out for, the weather does not look too great, folks. Yeah, not at all. Lightning coming over from the Lancaster outside of the stadium. And uh, as we said, pregame, we were waiting for it to rain. Didn't really rain at all. Maybe a few drops. Uh, but for the most part, the rain held off. And now it seems like that that storm is really rolling towards Villanova. Storm rolls on. So does the kickoff. Going to Colgate. Touchback. Colgate, that first drive, that they had a couple plays where it looked like they were going to march down the field. But Villanova defense came up after that false start. that really set them back in motion. Yeah, Brescia had 29 passing yards last week. He's already at 19, so more than halfway there with uh, not even halfway through this first quarter. Uh, but, yeah, Colgate, not a horrible first drive uh, if you're a Raiders fan, but I think definitely this Villanova defense uh, definitely had the advantage there early on. I think that's some sort of timeout, water break. What's happening here? It looks like they're headed to the locker rooms here. I think it's a delay. Yeah, I think it's a weather delay. Yeah, we have a weather delay. We will get back to you momentarily. We have more information. But until that happens, folks, 7-0 Villanova, 839 to play. Weather delay. We will get back to you when we can. You're listening to WXUNAP on the rule. Stop the stigma. Non-traditional students can be defined as transfer students, veterans, those receiving an additional degree, working a full-time job, starting school later than others, or commuting. Here are three things you can do to help stop the stigma experienced by non-traditional students. 1. Consider your own personal biases. Recognizing your perception of others is the first step to eliminating them. 2. Encourage non-traditional students to get involved. Invite them to your next club meeting. 
you may have more in common than you realize. Three, sit next to a non-traditional student in class or invite them to be part of your group project. There are so many small ways to bridge the social gap between traditional and non-traditional students, which can lead to a more inclusive environment. This public service announcement is brought to you by M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU. Welcome back to Villanova Stadium. You're listening to WXVNM from the Roar with Patrick Scanlon, David Chapansky, and Aubrey Bowles. And when we said no blue skies present, people, we didn't we didn't joke about it. It's the truth. Uh, we have a lightning delay. Basically, they're telling all the fans to go seek shelter. Get the heck out of here. Uh, due to impending storms in the presence of lightning, gameplay has been suspended. All participants and spectators are advised to seek shelter in Jake Nevin or in their vehicles. You'll be admitted back when this game restarts, but I'm being told it's a 30-minute, around 30-minute weather delay. We'll see what happens with that, but as of now, that's all the information we have. Well, this is a really smart decision by Villanova staff because the rain is coming, and there's really nowhere to go in the stadium that's underneath it's cover. Not, it's not a uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a bathroom that's pretty small. That's about it. So they want to make sure that's why I think they have uh, put this game in a weather delay a little bit earlier than what they had to because it hasn't started to rain yet, but just to make sure that all the spectators could clear, get to a safe area before the rain does come, and then uh, you know hopefully get back to this game in a timely manner. Uh, we'll continue to check the radar. Uh, we'll be meteorologists for the next 30 minutes, the three of us. Uh, but it looks like that uh, we'll be in a rain delay for a good amount of time. Yeah, so, Aubrey, when you when you do the swim swim meets, is there, I'm assuming there's no rain delays. Is... No, there's no rain delays, but there's, like, well, there's, there's, water. Thunder, there's thunder delay. Yeah, there's lightning. Okay. Um, so are they most of them outside, or are they most of the Big East ones inside? So, yeah, Big East is inside. Big East was in New York, okay. Long Island. Okay. Um, yeah, they're all, I mean, it's like, what, Big East is in... Late January, like February. So I hope it's not outside. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, getting people out of here. Uh, we'll see how many people remain. But it is – you. sky's looking pretty gray, pretty gray to black. Uh, so getting people out of here before the lightning comes, obviously, very, very important. Because they can play the game with just rain. Yeah. Yes. That's Severe storm is what it seems like is yeah. coming our way. We so. saw lightning strikes, you know, intermittently throughout the first quarter. Didn't stop anything. Uh, until we get back to see you, you stay safe in the weather out there. 839 to play 70 Wildcats on a weather delay. See you soon on WXUNF on the Roar. One. Hello, folks, and welcome back to Villanova Stadium, a place we didn't really think we'd be back to. But here we are, Villanova Colgate, back in action. 839 to play still in this first quarter in this bright time, 8.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 7-0 Villanova. Over Colgate, eight thirty-nine to play. As we talk, first and ten, we come back. Uh, but yeah, no, Villanova Colgate will happen. Rest of the quarters, thoughts, guys. Yeah, the last play that we saw was the Jalen Jackson touchdown, which was uh, absolutely amazing. And Jackson, again, as I said before, picking right where he left off, picking back up right where he left off. And uh, so a good start for the Villanova offense. Also a really good start for the Villanova defense. Of course, only one drive by the Raiders, but Villanova did a good job. Then it get past the 35-yard line. So, so far, pretty good. But we're back. Not a lot of fans in the stands, but it should be a late night here on WXVU. But we're ready for it. Yeah, I was pleased with, with Villanova's playing. Um, I thought they played phenomenal. Colgate, uh, I mean, it's still early in this game, so anything could happen, especially after an hour break. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how all the guys respond. Um, but I'm excited, and I'm pumped. Yeah, and if you're still listening on campus, grab yourself some late night from the spit. <laughs> nestle up. Uh, nice Give me some, too. Get Aubrey some chicken nuggets. And we'll be here as Villanova Colgate resumes play. 
in hopefully the last weather delay we'll see tonight. <laughs> What's your guys' thoughts? Who do you think this benefits more? Do you think that one team is going to be benefited more oh, by this delay? Definitely Colgate here. Villanova, I mean, you're the you're the team that's supposed to win by a lot of touchdowns, and you have this big of a gap. You saw things like in Notre Dame NC State today, uh, where the opposite actually happened, where Notre Dame, uh, had, it's that big weather delay, uh, and it really helped the, the better team. But I think usually the worst teams get that big bump. But here we go. First and 10 for Colgate on the 25. Passes back deep, launches it, and it's caught by number nine. Oh, my goodness. What a throw by Brescia right there. And Bill, see, there it is, Colgate. Yeah. And them right off the bat. Yeah, Trayvon Saunders caught three touchdowns last year in 2022. Big catch there. Uh, great pass, too, by uh, Brescia. Brescia to, Brescia to Saunders has been the connection today, and they have first and 10 inside the 25. And it's going to be a quick run inside for Jaden Henry, the St. Thomas Aquinas, Fort Lauderdale, Florida kid. Got to represent. But, yeah, no, second and 10. Bomb for Brescia right there. Yeah, it seemed like this Wildcats defense was not ready at all for that. It seemed like maybe a little bit of a run has started off. and uh, But good job, though, by Colgate to take advantage of that. Of course, not so great, though, for the Wildcats. Don't want to sleep right there. If you're caught, you're sleeping, and red zone opportunities will happen. Brescia in the shotgun. They have Saunders in motion. But they keep it inside, back to Henry. And he pushes the pile forward. He's wrestled around by the villain of a D-line in there. Number 91, Aiden Howard. He's actually in my room, uh, in my hall, uh, Sullivan Hall, Sullivan Year. Uh, nice dude, but did not look so nice there. Had some voice words for the running back from Colgate. Yeah, Colgate was just very smart to go deep on that first play. I mean... I sure wasn't thinking that, and obviously Villanova wasn't expecting that either. Condition. Yeah. Big risk, big payoff. Now we got Max Hurlman and Brescia back while Villanova sits back in their 3 3 5 defense. Brescia in the pocket. Brescia under pressure. Gets out, gets out of the pocket to the left. Nice block, and he's got a first down, folks. First and goal, it looks like, for Colgate. Not a great start out of this rain delay for the Wildcats. Yeah, as I said before, Brescia ran the ball really effectively last year for Colgate, averaged a little bit more than four uh, yards per, per carry last year for this Raiders team and running the ball there to pick up the first down for the Raiders. First and goal here on eight to play. Aubrey, if you're Colgate's offensive coordinator, what are you doing here? I might do a little, a little screen action um, where I might run a couple slants. I'm not I'm not too hot on the run game right now. Well, I can see that. Well, apparently they are inside Stopped, swarmed, swarmed by the Villanova D-line. Not much going there. What had, they probably got to keep you on this broadcast, Aubrey. <laughs> down there. Their runs ain't working out inside. It's very curious after all that six, well, by success, I mean that big play that they would go to this run game and maybe trying to set that up for a pass here to the end zone. The thing is when you get those big plays, you have to keep the consistency. Those are flash in the pans. It's not going to help you very much at Colgate. Obviously, you get some points out of it, but you need consistency here. Brescia, rolling out in a waggle formation. Chucks it to the end zone, out of bounds. Really well contained for a sleeper, sleeping Villanova defensive back unit that we just saw. They're kind of getting their groove back right now. It would be huge for Villanova to hold the Raiders just here to a field goal. Would be huge. As the alarm sounds, the fans are going absolutely crazy. <laughs> All 25 of them, folks. But we're here for you. And we, we may be the only three people left in this letter <laughs> section. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We're here for you, though. And we got third and goal. With Brescia and Jaden Henry. With Saunders in motion. As Brescia takes himself inside. Squeaks around and he's tackled around the two-yard line. 
You got a tough decision to make. What do you do here? Fourth and goal on the two. Colgate, if I'm Colgate, I'm, I'm going for this. I think oh. you've got to capitalize on that. But they're, they don't seem, Yeah, they're kicking it. Mm. They don't seem to be on the same page with us. I guess that's why they pay the big bucks and why we're up here. Maybe the Raiders just trying to get some momentum, get some points on the board, and really just score for the first time this season. That may be their outlook on this good play. Point. Good point. Because <laughs> it's been now almost five quarters of football, and they are still looking for their first points. Kick is up. Uh, I think there was a penalty on well, Villanova. Yeah, a little longer. Uh, yeah, cause timeout because hit 13 men on the, or 12 men on the field. Good for Jacob Jaworski, a senior, 5'10". Guy, uh, yeah, I mean, he had it there, but they're going to call a timeout. We'll get you on the other side of this. Villanova 7-0, 5-15, while Colgate's threatening the end zone. You're on WXVA and on the road. We get back. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. I'm M.K. Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. We are Villanova's V891, The Roar. One. Hello, folks. We're back at Villanova Stadium for Villanova Colgate. As Colgate gets ready here for Jaworski's kick, to try to get their first points of the season. After getting blanked in the Carrier Dome last week against Syracuse. But Villanova's up 7-0, 5-15 to play, fourth and goal. Snaps underway for Colgate. Kick is up. And it is good. Colgate, first points of the year. There you have it. Jaworski, the kid from Delaware. Making himself feel at home here on the East Coast. I agree that with you, Aubrey. I think they should have went for it, but I, I really think that getting some points on the board was big for this offense. Give them some confidence, especially coming out of that long rain delay. Uh, you know, give them that that chance, that momentum to really get on the board. Yeah, I think Villanova is really going to prove themselves here. I think they're going to. I really think they're just going to go right down and score. I mean, I, obviously they're not happy with how they came out um, with their defensive performance, so I think they're going to make up it. Yeah, make I mean, it up here with a big wake-up call drive. If you don't see something going on here and we see a snooze fest, this could get up. I mean, with that said, though, on defense, it was really just the one big play, and Villanova's defense then did stand strong. They didn't let uh, you know a touchdown being scored by Colgate. I know their offense isn't you know amazing. Obviously, the Raiders are scoring their first points of the season, but I think definitely uh, Villanova's defense mm -hmm. should be proud of that because it was really just one big yeah. play. Yeah, yeah. The DBs are a pretty strong suit, especially against yeah. Lehigh. Two picks from uh, Tyrell Mims and Ty Trin uh, got. The defense going, but going to need to see some more for the DBs. That one play, actually, besides that, not a bad job so far. That play wasn't even that bad either. I mean, there were, what, like two defensive backs around him. That was just a perfectly placed ball. Exactly. And, I mean, the sophomore kid, Trayvon Sanders, I mean, he, the athletic kid, yeah. make that play. And he made it easy for him. Brescia. That's why they recruited him. Why they recruited him. Yeah, Brescia last week at 29 yards. The team had 52 total yards. They used three different quarterbacks. And already tonight, they have had Colgate. Is up to 73 yards just yeah, for that, that one play was probably more passing yeah. a week. So good for him. Bad for us. We're here though. Villanova statement drive coming. 54 yard pass that was from wow. Russia to Sonder. Oh, it was a beauty. Got to give it to him. Got to give it to him. respect when respect is yeah. due. We got a kickoff here for Colgate. Well, Villanova special teams unit. We see some trickery. Who knows from the Colgate special teams? Got Potter and. Dirge back. See what happens. Explosive dudes back there. 
Yeah, we've seen. Dirge, I already heard of one man tonight. I already had one victim. That's not true. He's going to watch out. Slippery out there now. I don't want to do anything bad out there. But, sure, he's got no problem. The agile kid. TD. Special teams. We got Colgate's kick coming right now. Kick is underway. Looks like TD's going to receive. Around the 15-yard on the hash. Trudge up to the middle. Gets hit. Hit hard. Around the 25. We'll get first and 10 for your Wildcats. First and 10 on the 25. And this is, again, a statement drive needed here for Villanova. Right for this right now until they Villanova is taking the field right now. The light blue and white are back in action. Connor Watkins and company try to make some dividends between Villanova and Colgate, a team that they should be waxing, and a team that surprised them right off the jump. Caught him sleeping. Yeah, Connor only threw one pass in that first drive. It was for four yards. Uh, big rushing attack for 57 total yards. So we'll see now, especially with the rain, how that affects things. But Connor probably going to go back to the ground game here. Well, Watkins in the shotgun. D. Will Barley. Jalen Jackson, I should say, inside, and not, not a big run. Getting out muscled by that Colgate defensive line right there. We got second and nine coming up next. Oh, he just runs with just so much just passion. That's got I mean, it, it takes like two or three guys to take him down. Yeah, he got muscled there. I think he had that two, three uh, defensive linemen there for Colgate. Struggled him down the ground. It's oh, not an easy. You can't, you can't do that thing solo. Yeah. You got Jalen Jackson walking to the backfield. We got doubles on the left, singles on the right. Watkins gets it inside. Has Pringle, it seems, on the right side. Or should I say Antonio Johnson, the Fort Lauderdale kid, another one for what should be a first down for the Wildcats. Yeah, Villanova obviously needs to find a way to respond here, even if it's just equaling Colgate's field goal with a field goal of their own. But good job there by Connor Watkins to find an open receiver, get the chains moving, and now Villanova having a fresh set of downs. Villanova here looking at the sideline. Got to get these receivers back in there. It, it was wet. That's going to be a problem. Slippery ball. But we got trips on the right. I think probably going to take a, round, a shot around here with trips formation. Rocks in the shotgun. Gets Jalen Jackson inside. Had me fooled. and But not Colgate's defense, that's for sure. Colgate's defense looks much improved on the run here coming out of this uh, long pause. Of course, Jalen Jackson, TD, had some great runs there in that first drive. But they've come out, uh, this Colgate defense, and has done a pretty good job shutting down this ground game for Villanova. Correct. That last one was Daniel Lopes on the outside. Nice little game there. But now we got second and eight on the Villanova 35. You're listening to WXUNF on the roar. Doubles on the right, singles on the left. Watkins and Jalen Jackson in the backfield. Watkins looking to his right. Trying to take a shot. No, weasels around. He's moving around. He's directing some traffic. He launches it deep. Has he got somebody? He's got Pringle and he's caught it. Richard Bobby can't stop. Pringle with a deep bomb and a catch. None of answers. Magical connection so far this season for Watkins to Pringle. Already two touchdowns last week against Lehigh. So close to another one there. But great job by Villanova once again, moving up and now in the red zone with another opportunity to respond. Yeah, what a way for Connor Watkins directing traffic, getting people open, making some plays. Rajon Pringle, the Woodbridge, Virginia kid, the grad student. He's seen a lot. He knows a lot. And that connection with Watkins is something special. We've seen it on display early, and we'll see it on display throughout the season. 
Yeah, talking about experience, which we talked a lot about in the open, I think that Connor Watkins getting that first year kind of as full season quarterback under his belt, now having that experience, it's a much better play. Last year we saw Connor kind of get a little, little bit nervous when he was in the pocket, make some bad throws, but that was a really nice throw. He stayed calm, cool, and collected. Looking over the side, we got Watkins and TD in the backfield. Sanchez and Pringle on the right side. Watkins. We got first and goal on the six-yard line. Take the snap. Give it inside. Takes him. Sneaks around. Doesn't have enough for the touchdown, but he's got five. And a second and goal on the one. Two-yard line, I should say. Yes, they're coming out of this long delay. It's been two big plays, one for Colgate, one for Villanova, both on the passing side of things that have really set both of these teams up well offensively. Hey, you told me it's a rainstorm that'd be the problem. And then you told me two bomb, long bomb touchdowns come out of it passing-wise. I would call you a little crazy, but that's what we're seeing here at Villanova Stadium, 8.30 p.m. Been a late one. 2.08 to play. Cats up 7-3 and threatening the end zone. They've got TD and Watkins in the back. Sanchez and Pringle on the right side. No receivers on the left. Watkins hands it off to TD. TD oh, almost fumbled that ball. Keeps it in, though. It's like he slipped. Slipped a little slippery there. That helmet's off for somebody. But, yeah, no, TD there. Misstepped. You don't see that often from the explosive, agile kid. Yeah, Villanova's offensive line has been doing their part on this job, giving Watkins some time on that deep throw, and now... Hopefully they can do enough to punch this ball into the end zone. I think this is two-down territory here, too. Because uh, you're right, third and goal on the one. you got to punch this thing in. And Jalen Jackson's back there. We know where the ball's going. And Colgate does, too. See, they sniff it out here. All right, Watkins brings it himself. Is he across the goal line is the question. Referees talk amongst themselves. Touchdown, Villanova. Watkins with a QB keeper. He says, I can keep it myself. I can do it myself. Watch me do it right now, and I did it. Villanova's up 13-3, 109 to play. Really great way to respond, uh, this Villanova offense with Watkins. And go back to what Aubrey said a little bit ago, this offensive line, especially left guard Michael Corby, who is now in his sixth year. And I know Coach Fronte was talking about this also at Media Day, of how excited they were to have Corby back. They were unsure if he was going to come back. And obviously they love his presence. They love what he does, especially in that leadership role for this offensive line. Connor Watkins sneaks it in, and Villanova now back up by double digits. And Matt Mercurio tries to put the cherry on top here, making an 11-point game with 109 to play here at Villanova Stadium. See, the refs let them play here for a second. There we go. Extra point awaiting the snap. Matt Mercurio. Snaps away. Mercurio. And it is good. 14-3 Wildcats, 109 to play. You're listening to WXUN. I've won the roar. We'll get you after this. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Thunderstorms will end this evening. We'll see cloudy skies overnight, although down to 68. Thunderstorms are likely throughout your Sunday, a high of 79 degrees. And partly sunny skies Monday, a high of 82.
Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafoul, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We're back to Villanova Stadium for a kickoff. Red Hot Chili Peppers bumping through the stadium. Villanova trying to capitalize on that Red Hot drive for Pringle and Company as the kick's going underway. The kick is up. And Colgate's going to receive it around the five-yard line. Going to take it out. Cuts right. Inside. Tackled and swarmed up is Trayvon Saunders. Around the 25 for another Colgate drive. What do you guys like to see for Villanova defense on this play, on this drive? A, a team that led that one big play, but, you know, figured it out. Only let that field goal. What do you guys want to see here? I know. I want to see some players get in the backfield. Um, I mean, we haven't seen the quarterback getting pressured as often as I'd like to. Um, so I'd like to see, you know, a couple of D linemen, a couple of linebackers, maybe, you know, even like a safety blitz up in here. Um, some, some packages out there. Yeah. Give some pressure to pressure. That yeah. would be good. Pressure in the shotgun. Got twins on the left. Keeps himself in the middle. Pressure. Getting tackled, but not before a six-yard game. And second and four coming down for you. A little fake pitch action. Take it himself. Quick kick. Yeah, both quarterbacks today have done a great job of, of not letting the defenders know what their next move is, whether it's going to be a pitch or it's going to, they're going to take it themselves. Um, so that was a good, great play by Presha. Got a very experienced D-line. Highlight right now. Shannon Pierre, Reno, Nevada kid, grad student, North Dakota transfer. See if you get in the backfield right here on the nose. Brescia brings it to the right side. Quick throw out. Now before he tackled for a one-yard gain. We got third and short. Start of the second quarter up next on WXVU. He didn't have one the rule. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. In March of 2019, our son was diagnosed with leukemia. He was in a really dangerous spot. There was no other way to save Kyle other than a stem cell transplant. There were many, many moving parts, but luckily they did find a match that was perfect for him. He received his new stem cells four months post-diagnosis. Without a stem cell transplant, I'm not sure that we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell. Swab to save a life. More information is available at bethematch.org. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Villanova University's Office of Health Promotion, and WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. Scott Adams with the sounds of Brazil, and we'll jump back in time for Old School Bossa Nova with a generous collection of back-in-the-day hits and a month of radio fun with Brazil's most famous rhythm. It's Astro Gilberto in the Brazil Club Lounge, and our Spotlight song celebrates another long holiday weekend for Brazil's Independence Day. The sounds of Brazil, Sundays at 8 p.m. on Villanova's V891, The Roar. One. Hello and welcome back to Villanova Stadium, where Villanova leads at 14-3 at the start of the second quarter. You're listening to WXVU 8 Win the Roar. I'm Patrick Scan alongside David Chapansky and Aubrey Bowles. A first quarter that 
scheduled for a 6 o'clock kickoff. It is now 8.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a heck of a two-and-a-half-hour two first quarter. Villanova did some damage in that in two-and-a-half hours. It's true. I was, I was pleased with, with how they played. Colgate, I mean, Colgate's hanging in there. Like they're, they're not out of it by no means. It's that one play that really has been the spark for Colgate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, uh, but trying to you know find some way to keep, make that spark into a larger fire, but Villanova trying to hold it down here. As we have third and short for Brescia, and they take it inside. Ooh, a quick sneak. That's going to be a tough one. Do they have enough is the question as the referees meet up. I heard of zebras. And they're going to give it first down. First down there. Big time first down for Colgate. Even though they get the first down there on the run, it's really been the story of both quarterbacks so far here today. Brescia, four for seven, 75 yards, 147 uh, QB rating, and Connor Watkins, perfect. Three for three, 64 yards, 279 rating. So both quarterbacks doing a really good job so far here today, not seem to be under too much pressure so far, but uh, both quarterbacks really the stars of the show so far. As Brescia takes a snap. Gives an outside run at number three, Jaden Henry. Jaden Henry has, doesn't have a lot of cuts. <laughs> Sit down. That's number six on the Dillon defense. Devin Marshall, how do you do? <laughs> That's a welcome welcome to Villanova Stadium type of hit, folks. Along with Marshall, Brendan Bell there involved. Uh, Bell had a really nice play in that first quarter prior to the rain delay. So Villanova's defense, like I said, I really like the way that they're playing right now, the style. And, of course, Colgate, not a great offense. But I think they're doing a good job here, especially coming out of that rain delay. At second and five here for Brescia and the Colgate Raiders. Takes a snap. Pulls it back into the shotgun. He's under pressure. Springs out to his left. And he's going to take it himself. He's got a first down and more. What a run for Brescia. Making a play out of nothing right there. Yeah, great awareness. Saw the linebacker coming to his right and then just took it left and got some good yards out of that, which could have just, he just easily could have thrown it away. Or it could have been a sack, but he made the best out of that. Quick feet for Brescia right there. As the chains move and they enter Villanova territory for the second time today. 13.25 to play. You're listening to WXUA and on the Roar. As the Colgate Raiders try to march down the field and cut into that Villanova lead. Villanova in their 3-3-5 defense. They've ran it forever. That's going to be quick and agile, but not a lot of defensive pressure early. But pass to Brescia. Oh, a nice, oh, Ooh. almost was a nice catch for Brady Hutchinson, a sophomore from Connecticut. But couldn't get it done. That was about to be real nice. One-handed, you know. Maybe a little sports center top ten action. Exactly. Actually, I would love it. I mean, I don't think I've. I, we'll see if the uh, Flow Sports and ESPN have a nice little merger. Uh-huh. TBD on that one. Second and ten, though, on the forty-eight yard line of Villanova, as Brescia and company have a second and ten to work with. Thirteen minutes to go. Shotgun's high. The people look around. Who's got it? Brescia seems to have it. Wow. Averted catastrophe as Brescia and the Raiders are going to have a third and forever. Coming up next. And they're going to snap this ball, I think, back in Philly. I think right now this is a very, very far way to go here if you're Colgate. But I guess, you know, their way to look at it is they still have possession of the football. So it wasn't a fumble and then possibly a touchdown. But, yeah, they're taking this ball from way out here. Yeah, that was smart for for Brescia to just hop on instead of just trying to make exactly. a play out of it. Wet ball. Coming a problem. Didn't think it would be. And Brescia's going to throw it. Chuck it deep. Does he have a man? No good. Incomplete. Broken up by ice. Waxter. The ice man cometh. And he breaketh away. Hunt coming for Colgate as Villanova offense tries to 
extend this lead here on WXVAN for the Roar. Around 12.25 to play. Oh, wait, sorry. Colgate here. That, that snap really screwed them over. I mean, Bill Colgate had something going. A couple first downs. That snap brought him back around 15, 20 yards. And now a punt is coming away for the Raiders. Low punt. Almost blocked. Oh. I think he got a pan on that one. Oh, but they're throwing a flag. They're calling running or roughing into the kicker. Yeah, see, that's where the, the people next door to us might be helpful with the with the replay. Yeah, keep an ear on the door, people. We need to meet. <laughs> but this is huge. Running into the kicker, no problem. Roughing, though, automatic first down to 15 yards. I think he may have gotten some of the ball on that one. So I think it, I think it should be clean. Listening in here, see what the fans have to say. Not happy. But the way Colgate's celebrating, it looks like they're calling rough, running into the, roughing the kicker. Am I getting that correct? Because if he didn't touch it, then it would have been like a fine punt. Yeah, I don't. I wonder what their call is here. Running or roughing is huge. Colgate obviously wants to get some sort of momentum going here. And, and running, there's no problem. You're, you have fourth and forever, as we said. Stabbing it ball down in downtown Center City. But it looks like we're getting a roughing the kicker. Oh, my goodness. First wow. attempt with Colgate. Yeah, Colgate snaps, though, today have not been very good. I mean, we saw the one that Brescia just had to pretty much land on. It was back near the uh, the 30-yard line, and that one right there to the punter was definitely not good. But for Colgate, they'll take it. They get another opportunity here on offense, and they're right now at the middle of the Villanova V. First and 10 of the 50 for another chance, a redemption. Second chance for the Colgate offense on this drive. They got twins on the left, single on the right with Jaden Henry and Brescia in the backfield. Shotgun. They're going to give a run inside. But he's swarmed up by the Villanova defense, specifically Shane Hartzell. A little hard in his sleeve right there. Big hit. Second and eight coming up for the Colgate Raiders. Yeah, Shane Hartzell, the team in tackles against Lehigh was seven. Um, so he had a big game and he's doing the same here. Villanova seems to be taking away the rushing attack for Colgate right now. And while Brescia has made some pretty good throws so far, I think that continued pressure throughout the rest of this game is going to catch up to this Colgate offense. Got second and eight here coming. Got trips on the left, single right. As Brescia, next pass, QB draw. He's going to the middle. And he's got some speed and a nice hit by number three, Elijah Glover. But still enough for a first down as Colgate continues to march. The Raiders. I know Brescia didn't have a good week last week. Obviously, you know, Colgate didn't score, but Brescia was named to the 2023 preseason Patriot League All-League team, so had a pretty good year last year to Brescia, and Colgate, their offense moving right now. That run stuffed inside for no game, second and two-yard gain, I should say. Not much cooking, though. Second and eight coming up on the Villanova 35 for Brescia and company. Double twins with, with um, Jaden Henry in the backfield. Villanova moves around, tries to get themselves set. We got a blitz coming on the edge, though. Nope, backs off. Is he going to do it? We got blitz coming. He got pressure. Brescia. He flings it over to number three, and it's complete for the first down. My goodness, Jaden Henry and Brescia. That is a connection for a first down. Brutal way to go. Henry listed as a running back, but they used him mainly as a wide receiver last week and now catches the pass there. was in uh, sort of a running back formation, but so far also Colgate's receivers doing a really good job. They have 75 total yards this evening. Had four men rushing there, different from the usual three-man attack with Hartzell coming off. Couldn't get him quick enough as he got flicked the ball forward for a first down. We got pressure here. Hand it off inside. 
to Jaden Henry, but not for much as we got second and nine coming up. Henry did rush also for 442 yards last season, so definitely Colgate will use him in this game. Kind of though the first drive that we've seen Colgate use Henry, especially on the ground. Villanova now trying to stop the bleeding here. What a drive. I mean, that really was a bad mistake on the special teams part. As really gave this Colgate offense a second chance to strive and survive. And survive they have as they've moved forward into the almost red zone with second and eight on the Villanova 24-yard line. Fresha inside gives a nice run off to the big back. Max Hurlman, the Pennsylvania kid coming home. That's a big guy. It's tough cutting stuff. This Villanova D-line and linebackers are really getting it done with the run game. I mean, he's, they're only getting, what, two, three-yard gains. Um, and we'll take that all day. It's been all about the passing today. As a siren sounds for third and long, third and eight, on the Villanova 24-yard line. As the Colgate Raiders have twins on both sides and Brescia in the shotgun. Brescia, back to pass, getting some pressure. Throws it deep to the end zone. Does he have his man? He does! Touchdown Raiders! What a throw! And what a catch by Trayvon Saunders, the Columbus, Ohio kid. The kid, the sophomore, the youngin, making some noise, and Colgate's right back in. Saunders is having a fantastic day. He only caught three touchdowns in 2022. He already has two in this game. Brescia finding another connection there. And Colgate's offense looks really good coming out of this rain delay. Yeah. Oh, they're doing this crazy formation here where they shift into the traditional special teams kicker unit where they all lined up on different hashes but try to create some chaos but extra points coming soon with 857 to play on wxvu 89 for win the roar i think colgate confused themselves yeah, i think so have to call a timeout what's going on here yes, they confused themselves is right aubrey jesus oh uh, i think they're getting a replay okay oh you hear that ear we have the replay booth next to us. They think we're getting. Up. I was about to say, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't know if you had possession when he was in bounds. Oh, are they turning it over? Look at the replay right here. Oh, did he oh, survive did he? the ground? It's a good question. What even is a catch today nowadays? I don't even know. That's Des Bryant. Des Bryant said it was a catch. I think it, with the new rules that Des yeah, Bryant. Yeah, I think. I mean, he, there's just not enough evidence to overturn that. I think. I think they're going to stay with it. In here doesn't. Go bobble out or anything. He's pretty tucked. And the Colgate Raiders sidelines, he's pretty impressed. Yeah. He's pretty happy. I think that's going to stay. Heck of an effort, though. Number nine. Uh, I mean, that on. DB was just all over him. And he still made the play. I mean, both big plays that Villanova gave up today, like you said, Aubrey. I mean, there's been pretty good coverage by this Villanova defense. Just even better catches by Saunders and even better throws by Brescia. Yeah. Good defense, just better offense. Got the spirit unit cheerleaders and rain ponchos. Love to see it. <laughs> protect our spirit squad. And some Villanova fans. Students have made their way back out here. Uh, you know, a chest sprinkle, if you will, of Villanova light blue in the crowd. Yeah. We also got a game on our hands. <laughs> That's true. More likely. We haven't even reached 9 o'clock yet. Yeah. <laughs> get, your, uh, get your chicken and peats ready. Because we got what most people thought we're saying closer than the experts think right now. In Villanova Stadium on the main line. Yeah, what was the spread? It was... 24 and a half points. A lot wow. of points. A lot of points. A lot of points. Feisty Colgate team. No, they're not They're not going away just yet. No, no, no. Brescia. Doing pretty well out there. 
You have to give Colgate some credit, though. I mean, Syracuse, again, losing yeah. 65 <laughs> to nothing. So you know that they wanted to come out here and score some points. And that's why that field goal was really so important because it gave them that momentum. And then now their offense gained some confidence, and Brescia really seems to be in rhythm here. But Villanova's defense does need uh, to make the big play, big stop when they can get it. But Villanova's offense, I think you can trust to kind of secure and get some more points. Touchdown confirmed there for Colgate as Jaworski's extra point. See if he can make it a four-point game with 8.57 to play on WXU. 89 point in the roar. Snaps away. Kick is up. And it's good. Pure. Whatever you want to call it. It's a four-point game. 14-10 Wildcats. 8.57 to play. You're listening to WXU. 89 point in the roar. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information to volunteer or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at Villanova.edu. R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T at Villanova.edu. On Tuesday, September 12th, a student employment session will be held in the Haverford Room in the Connolly Center between 9.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. This is your chance to handle new hire paperwork and I-9-related matters. Olivia Brink is available for any questions. Reach out to her at olivia.brink at villanova.edu. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Hello, we're back at Villanova Stadium on WXVU and I'm on the Roar. I'm Patrick Scanlon alongside David Chapansky and Aubrey Bowles. With 857 to play, we've got a ball game on our hands. 14-10, Villanova leads it after the touchdown from the Colgate Raiders on Trayvon Saunders. Nice end zone snag to cut it to four and one possession. Yeah, I think Dave just made a great point earlier. I mean, we were talking about the spread, and you can't really, I mean, when a team, when an FCS team plays a Power 5 school, I mean, it's really hard to tell or it's really hard to judge, you know, how good they really are. Um, and so I think this is, you know, a little bit of a more even test. Um, and I think Colgate's really rising to the challenge. Chance underway and a sliding grab for Villanova special teams. That is number 34, Ethan Potter, defensive back, sliding in the second base, it looked like. He looked like he played for the Phillies out there. Yeah, Colgate definitely has more energy. I mean, you could just tell on the sidelines right now, everybody seems really ready to go. Villanova, as we talked about coming out of this rain delay, was a concern that maybe they would kind of be caught sleeping, and they were that first big play. The offense responded, but now it looks like the Colgate has once again taken back that, mo that momentum, and they definitely look to have more energy of the both teams so far. Yeah, no, Villanova. Been able to get their way on these last couple drives. See if they can continue this. Keep extending that lead. This, Villanova, this Colgate offense has started clicking. See if the offense for Villanova can do the same. Snap over to TD. Nice little misdirection play. TD, stiff arm. Get off him. But he's got enough for four-yard gain. TD with a stiff arm. Nasty. It's body by nightmare. 
There it is right there. So athletic, that guy. So lit- I've seen pure athleticism out of one player in Villanova, but it's him. T.D. Ajurai. What a player for Damascus, Maryland. He's got the experience, too. All these running backs. This guy's grad, seniors. They played a lot of Villanova football, and they know what it takes to win Villanova football games. Has Watkins with two backs beside him and one behind him. And two receivers, singles on each side. Watkins in the shotgun. Watkins gets it. Fake pass, but they're going into Jalen Jackson. Doesn't have much room to go as he's stuffed for a two-yard loss. You don't see that much with Jalen Jackson. Should I say a five-yard loss on that one? Third and 11 coming up. Yeah, it looks like Austin McClendon there, number 91 for the Raiders, had 20 tackles in 11 games in 2022 and made a big play there against his Villanova offense. Villanova, third and 11. Haven't seen a lot of third and longs today for the Wildcats. Let's see if they can convert here on the main line. Hit a late one on WXVU 891 The Roar. Getting a little action for the Colgate sideline. Trying to get excited. We got trips on left, single on the right. Watkins and Jalen Jackson in the backfield. And Watkins get a blitzer. He gets the ball out. He's caught it. Sanchez. Loose. He's on the loose, fake Sanchez. Who's going to catch him? Oh, he fumbles the ball out. Who's got it? And a touchdown. No limit. You can't advance the ball off a fumble. What a crazy sequence for the Wildcats right there. Great pass there from Watkins. Watkins had so much pressure around him. And like we said, the development from Connor Watkins last year to this year, already in these first like game and a half, I think is very evident. Watkins stayed very cool, collected that whole time, made a really nice pass out to the middle of the field with all that pressure coming from around him. Jalen Sanchez off on the loose. That ball's going to be on the one-yard line now. Yeah, he can't eat. What a play from that defensive uh, back for uh, Colgate. Oh, my. Tracked him down. Sanchez looked like he was home free. Uh, got the ball punched out. Can't advance off a fumble, though. So Watkins, first and goal on the one-yard line. See if they can convert on this. Watkins gives the ball. Do we have enough for a Jalen Jackson touchdown? No, we do not. Stop at the one. A little tripped up action there. That was a hectic play. Very hectic. And really saved the touchdown. you got to love that. If you're a Colgate fan, must have been 15, 20 yards behind the guy. But now we got second and goal at the one for a Villanova offense that's bringing in the heavy set unit. Bringing in the big guys, trying to push it in on the one yard line with Jalen Jackson in the backfield. Try to punch it in between Stefan and Michael Corby on that left side. See if they can get it done right here. Watkins under, under snap. Gives to Jalen Jackson. Pushing his way. Does he have enough? He does not again. Stop short. Third and goal coming up. Wow. There's a nice little fight happening on the field. Uh-oh. Ding, ding, ding. Get your popcorn out, folks. We got a battle on the main line physically on the field. Yeah, Colgate doesn't seem to be happy. They think that I didn't see any flag thrown, but the Colgate coach is definitely not happy here. Obviously, some extracurriculars happening after the play, but no flag. Yeah, letting the kids play out there. Fisticuffs broken out, stopped by the Zebras and the referee crew. But we get third and goal. And stop Jalen Jackson once, fine. Stop him twice. It's a hard task to do, and they just did it. Now let's see if they can stop him thrice. <laughs> let's see we're going to call timeout here. 520 to play. You're listening to WXUA and up on the roar. Building up 14 to 10.
We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. I'm MK Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We are Villanova's V891 The Roar. One, third and goal. Big guys coming out. Villanova needs a touchdown. You're up 14 to 10 on WXU 891 The Roar with 520 to play. You're listening to the main crew Patrick Scanlon, David Spansky, and Aubrey Bowles. As Villanova tries to punch it in here. Watkins and Jalen Jackson, the big two. As Watkins lines the shotgun after a couple under the snap, under center. Miss, miss touchdowns, I should say. Watkins. Roll out right. See what he's going to do here. Watkins takes a snap. Gives Jalen Jackson. It's, oh, pitches over the top. Intercepted at the goal line. Oh, my goodness gracious. They were trying to get to 18. Justin Marcus, the tight end. And it looks like they picked him off. Oh, oh my I think they've been incomplete. Looks like, yeah, they're placing the ball back. What's happening here? False start. I think they're going to go for four. I think this is. I didn't see. Get a little miscommunication. Maybe there were, I didn't see a flag, though. But it looked like the ref made the signal for a false start. Also didn't hear anything from the replay center. Looks like we got a fourth and goal. Incomplete, no interception. Connor Watkins, sorry to put that on your burden, but you have another shot at this. Fourth and goal. A bunch of tough tries at the one-yard line. Watkins, Jackson. Let's see if they can get this. This is huge. Snaps it. He's got a pass. Watkins, he'll do it himself. Hurdles over for a touchdown. Second rushing touchdown of the day for the QB from Williamsport, PA. And we got another Villanova touchdown. Oh, yeah. He's not going to let anything stop him on that one. I mean, I was ready to run through a brick wall. Yeah, I know. Colgate trying to – I mean, you saw the intensity here. You saw Colgate, their whole side, that went down to the end zone. That was I'm, he- almost a heck of a goal line stand for the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, after that first quarter, like prior to the delay, we were thinking maybe a blowout. But it's been a really competitive game. Obviously, now Villanova, once again, going up by double digits. But this is a really fun one. Connor Watkins, obviously, you don't love to see your quarterback get tackled after he goes into the end zone kind of with his left or right leg in the air. But good job by Watkins. Uh, he knew that you know Villanova needed a touchdown and got it. Mercurio tries to make an 11-point game again with 5-11 to play in the second quarter. Listen to WXU and won the rule. Snap is underway. Kick is up, and it is a high one, and it is true. 21-10, Villanova Wildcats 5-11 to play. You're listening to WXU and won the rule. Get you back on the other side of the break. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. During Villanova Move-In Day, WXVU spoke with Villanova Vice President for Student Life, Kathy Burns, about student career decisions. I I always feel like when you are 17, 18, 19 years old, how could you possibly know what you want to do for the rest of your life? And in fact, sometimes I worry about those students who are like, I'm going to do this and then this and then this, and they think that they have it all mapped out. And and sometimes it plays out that way. And, and yet I would say to everyone sitting out there who may think you have a map, a map is great 
but sometimes there's a really interesting exit ramp that you feel like I need to go off this ramp and discover something else. So so do try to always stay open to discovering what a, a true and deep passion may be. Listen to the full conversation and all of our move in day interviews on WXVU's podcast feed available wherever you listen to podcasts. We're back on the main line, Villanova Stadium. Villanova leads at 21 to 10 against Colgate. And now we're doing a little check-in with the conference cut-up. David, Villanova, not predicted to do too hot in the standings. And William & Mary seems to be taking home the try at number one. Yeah, William & Mary was very excellent uh, last year. Obviously, they played a really tough game against Villanova. Villanova predicted to finish seventh this year in the predicted order of finish, which is voted upon by the coaches uh, in the CAA. So, you know, Villanova, obviously, last last year, though, they were predicted to win the CAA, and they finished with an overall record of 6-5, and five, so a disappointing season. But this year, off to a hot start against Lehigh, and so far, so good, especially offensively in this game against Colgate. So, obviously, when the CAA play, you know, comes in in another couple weeks, we'll see a bigger test for this Villanova team, but so far I think you have to be pretty pleased with the results you've seen out of this Villanova offense and defense. Yeah, now that's what we call news clip headline, throw in the locker room, get some motivation for your players. They don't think they don't think we're going to play well, folks, and that's what you just tell your players. Make them think every game obviously matters, because it does. Kickoff's underway. Has got a fair catch from Colgate around their own 15-yard line. So we get first to ten for the Ravens. Five eleven to play on WXVU eighty nine for one. The rule. See, I think if you're Colgate, you're kind of in a tough position. I mean, I mean that defensive drive. I'd say like I'd be pretty happy with that. But in the end, you still let seven points get on the board. So, I mean, at this point, you know, you just you just hope that your offense just goes down and scores and keep this one possession game. That's fourteen points on two drives. The last two drives for Colgate. Or I should say, uh, seven points in the last drive, 10 to 21. But this is a Colgate team that has found some rhythm on offense. Definitely not in the running game, but the passing game for sure. As we get pressure in the backfield, we get tw- twins on both sides. Pressure with the pitch out. Spin move. Oh, take it down. Number seven, Tyrell Mims, the Philadelphia hometown kid with interception last week and a big time hit to stuff him. Second and 10 coming up. It's really hard to tell how good this Colgate offense is and is going to be. They have a lot of sophomores and juniors uh, running their offense. And also Colgate last year was 2-4 and four in conference play, 3-8 and eight overall. So it's a big question mark right now. They obviously didn't score last week against a tough opponent in Syracuse. But it's really tough to tell how good this offense is going to be. So we'll see as the game moves on uh, truly how good they can be. Jaden Henry catches out in the flat. He's trying to make a move. Has a couple yards, but not enough for a first down. We're going to have third and six coming up. Big stop time for Villanova defense. Need it. Got to have it. What do you think they do here, Aubrey, to get this style? See, there's no really, I mean, telling what Colgate will do. I mean, they could go along, they have another big play, or they could just throw a screen and get two yards. Um, but I think I think they go across the middle, and I think, I mean, they got to try and pick up some, what, at least eight yards. So. They need a big chunk here. Yeah. And so if you need some yards for Colgate, you got to hit the pass. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. If, I mean, does Villanova bring the blitz, or do they stay? I'll see you in the middle. Looks like they bring some pressure up through the middle. Pressure under pressure. Catches, but not enough for a first down. Ice Waxter throwing up the fist. Fourth down coming. Ice cold. Ice cold, baby. Throw it up. 
And Villanova double team Saunders there. Two guys against Saunders, of course, who has the two touchdowns so far today for Colgate. So good job by Villanova defense to read that. And a good stop there by the Wildcats. And the stop, well, let's not, let's not go right now. We know the stop isn't over until we put this ball away. Yeah, no more <laughs> kicker. Please stay away from him. Seems, you know, it seems that Jacob Jaworski's a good enough guy. As the punt is away, and they don't rush, they rush one guy there. Well, that was a better snap, too, by Colgate. Oh, almost muffed that punt, but we got it. And that's Pringle setting us up for a 32 at the Villanova 32. For a first and 10 for the Villanova Wildcats, you're listening to WXV up on the road with 312 to play. Cats up 11. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. What's your pop? You can't stop Rajon Pringle to the house. Of course, the one play we started a little <laughs> off. You know, Villanova's been a little off the last couple plays, but they're back now. What a huge touchdown. Watkins held that ball for the longest time. Who wasn't sure he was going to give it off to D. Will Barley or not. Held it. Found Pringle over the middle. Florida touchdown. Cats extend the lead. This Villanova offense looks explosive. I mean, I, I remember from last year we were kind of talking about, you know, where is the offense at times, and it really showed up going back to last year in that final game against Delaware. But Villanova's offense looks really strong here today. Watkins to Pringle, three touchdowns already between those two. What a connection and what a score. Cats are up 18 with this extra point, hopefully, for Mercurio. See if, he's get, see if he can do what he can get done with 259 to play on WXU 89 from the roar. Kick is up and kick is good. Villanova leads at 18. With 2.59 to play on WXVU. See you after the break. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Thunderstorms will end this evening. We'll see cloudy skies overnight. It'll go down to 68. Thunderstorms are likely throughout your Sunday, a high of 79 degrees. And partly sunny skies Monday, a high of 82. On Tuesday, September 12th, a student employment session will be held in the Haverford Room in the Connolly Center between 9... Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, live from Villanova Stadium, only on V891, The Roar. We're just on the main line, where Villanova leads it by a score of 20-10 against Colgate with 2.59 to play. What a touchdown from Pringle and company. As Villanova sets to kick off, see if they can stop Colgate one more time. Kick it away. Dangerous guy back there, Jaden Henry. Catches around the 15. Tries to make a move inside. Got 10 yards. 15. Slips away, but we got a tackle on the right side as they will start around the 30. As the Colgate Raiders try to march down the field and get back in this one. It definitely is something to note. I know that we talked about it in the break off air, but a lot of players are indeed slipping. Fifty uh, Number 54, Christian Sweeney, also slipped there on that play. So obviously that could be a factor as we continue this game. Uh, some more precipitation doesn't appear to be falling right now, but could be in the area. 
Something to watch for. Rain, wet, the elements, football weather here on the main line. As Colgate goes trips on the right, single to the left with Brescia in the backfield. Getting Jaden Henry on the out. As in the flat, he's pumping. He's going to try deep. Number nine's open. All day, Trayvon Saunders gets on the first down for the Colgate Raiders. I mean, he's been the X factor today. I mean, that man has been everywhere. Villanova just has not been able to contain him, and he just keeps freeing himself. And so, I mean, as long as he keeps doing his thing, Villanova has not found an answer. Sophomore, he's got a lot of time left here. The Colgate program. If you're a Colgate Ken, you like to see it. We got twins on both sides. Double with Jalen Sanchez in the backfield. Fresh in the backfield, I should say. Jaden Henry inside for a quick cut, but no more than two yards there. We got second and eight coming. Villanova's completely taken away this ground game for the Raiders, and it's really nice to see this defense step up there. Uh, 18 carries so far here for this Colgate team, just 40 yards, averaging 2.2 yards per carry. Yeah, that's a meager two yards there for Colgate. Not much going on the front for Jaden Henry. As they go to an open backfield, Brescia looking deep. Does he have his man? Balls up. Oh, jump ball. And oh, my goodness. Very upset, visibly, on the incomplete pass. Should have had a pick there for DP. Yeah, that was a very dangerous throw. Put that one, aired that one out a little too long. He lofted that one up. And it was a jump ball. Almost thought I was watching the Sixers yeah. right there. Airmail. He airmailed that one. But we got third and eight coming for a Colgate team that desperately needs a score. Villanova, look to bring the pressure, Aubrey? Oh, I think so. See, we got here. Third and eight, same situation. I mean, probably going to go across the Aubrey middle again. Russia under pressure. Sacked. Number 31, Shane Hartzell. There he is Shane again. Bob. Oh, my goodness. That was a perfectly timed blitz right there. Wow. I mean, they brought everybody. I brought the whole kitchen sink <laughs> for Shane Hartzell and company. The linebacker out of Perkasai, PA, hometown, mm -hmm. home state. Making some noise last week and making some noise today. First sack of the day for the Wildcats. See, I mean, at that point, I mean, when you bring that many guys, I mean, there's only so much your offensive line can do. So if you're a quarterback, I mean, there's really, you got like two, three seconds to think before you just get obliterated. Exactly. What a play by Villanova. Needed that one and got it. As they look to extend this lead even further with 130 to play. Here's your two minute drill coming up, presented by Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Villanova was setting up by 18 points. I mean, a couple minutes ago, we were like, Villanova needs points. They need to respond. Colgate was really driving. And now back up to 18 points. And if you really are Coach Ferrante, you need to feel maybe not too comfortable. I'm sure he's not too comfortable. But you need to feel much better about your team's play after they settled in from that long rain delay. Took them a little bit, but they're here now. Definitely things are looking up for the Villanova defense and the Villanova offense. And hopefully the special teams now. It's Pringle. Looks back to receive this punt for the Colgate. Snaps it around the 43-yard line. Got some pressure, but not enough. Pringle. Looks like he's going to wave this one off. And ball's going to bounce around the five-yard line. Four. Is it out of bounds? It wow. is. What a punt. Still, the pin's about the four. Heck of a punt for Colgate. Big switch of a field there. As Villanova leads it 28-10. to 10. We're going to stay here for this one minute and 18 seconds left. Villanova needs a drive, a drive for six. Let's really extend that lead, make it, you know, it's a late one here at Villanova Stadium uh, as the offense takes the field. 
looking at 9.07 p.m. before halftime. There may be a new Villanova record. Villanova's got no timeouts left, so it's going to be interesting to see what the play call is here. I mean, either run it out or try and march on the field. Yeah, if they do a quick run here, it could be all but over. Yeah. It looks like they are going to do something like that. As I think that's smart. We're just nail it. Yeah. Hawkins. We're going to have time. Not yet, but we will soon. They're going to kneel this one out. It's around 110 to play. Colgate calls a timeout. Oh, okay. Ooh. You can play that game now. <laughs> so a timeout here. We'll catch you back with all the action on WXVNF on the Roar with ten, one minute and 10 seconds left in this first half. See you after this. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafoul, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. I'm MK Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We're back on the main line, Villanova Stadium, Cassidy 28-10. Colgate says, let's time out. See what Villanova has to do. See what they respond here. See if this backfires for Colgate. See if it's chess, not checkers, as Aubrey said during the break. Watkins, run to D. Will Barley inside. Stopped. We got another timeout coming from Colgate. It's been a loss of one, too. 105 to play. Don't get safety out there. That's what they were thinking on that timeout. Yeah. Another timeout coming. I mean, they're hiking out their own end zone on third and 11. But, you know, early on for Villanova season, early on for Villanova school year as well, how has the first couple weeks gone? At, at Villanova University on the main line, folks. How we doing? Aubrey's shaking his head. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's great. I mean, schedule's obviously tough. I get, like, no downtime. Um, but classes are fine. I love my classes. I got a class with actually uh, my uh, friend over here, uh, yeah, Pat Scanlon. <laughs> uh, that's a good time. Yeah, he sits in the back just on his phone all time. Oh, you know me. What class? Exactly. Uh, it's social media and journalism. Oh, we've only met one time in that class. I know. That's a crazy. Yeah. We got that on Monday morning. So we start school on Wednesday. Kind of strange. Villanova does that now. Uh, then we had Monday off for Labor Day, so we've had that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ninety-minute class, or it's just that's actually day, like two and a half hours. But he leaves after like ninety minutes. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I've always, you know, I, I, it's, I, I know everything there is to know at this point. I should be the teacher. No, it's a good class, good time. Early Monday mornings, though. Oh, yeah. 8.30? Oh, no. 9.30. I mean, it's not for Pat, but I'm already, I'm already up by then. Of course. Sorry. There we go. Yeah. Villanova tries to third long here to avoid a safety. Watkins and D. Will Barley. Gives it to D. Will. He's got a little space to work with. Oh, tripped up, though. But no timeout for Col- oh, one more timeout. And Colgate is going to get some good field position. Yeah, they got a minute left. A minute to go. That punt is going to seem crucial. They pinned them all the way to the four-yard line. We've got fourth and six. With the punt unit coming out for Villanova. This is huge. I mean, if they... Uh, do you think they can get it on the... Um, like, do you think punt it past the 50? They're going to need some sort of boom here for the Villanova special teams. As Colgate uses the last time out here. Oh, what a defense. See, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. Like, the defensive play... Or the defensive stops are huge. But then, I mean, it always comes down to, like... I mean, on the other drive, they stopped them on three downs, but you get four. And they didn't stop them on the fourth, so... I mean, you always got to play to the last play. Exactly. <laughs> even, a, even a field goal here would be huge for Colgate yeah. at any points, really. That punted 
use of timeouts with Villanova. Look to Nealon. I mean, fraud, if he fraud, they should have known. At least, you know. They're going to at least use some of their time. Mm-hmm. We got to punt, though, deep in the end zone. He's got a little space to work with. Obviously, you want to avoid. Probably send the pressure here for Colgate. Try to get a block, get a safety, get a touchdown. Anything goes. Special teams. Can't win the game without all three facets of it. As the punt's away, didn't really bring the pressure there was Colgate. We're going to return here on the right side. He's got a little space. Does he have enough, though? Tackled around the 30-yard line. Wrestled to the ground. I think that was Brendan Bell, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that took 10 seconds off the clock. Long play, but, I mean, look. I mean, they're already on the 30-yard line. We'll see what the, the kicker can do. He's got a leg. Well, they must have some plays before it, too. I mean, this yeah. they're probably, I mean, good news for Colgate offense here. You don't have to run the ball. Yeah. So, build up a defense. Probably send out your best DBs out there. Get tight, traded time names going crazy in the secondary. If you're Villanova, I think you just may sound pretty obvious, but just have to avoid disaster. I mean, just don't give up the touchdown, obviously. Uh, and I think if you do that, I think Villanova should be pretty good. Uh, just eight, or they're up by 18 points. Let's see here. Brescia in the backfield. So they got trips left, singles right. And he's going to waggle, roll out to his right, to his left, I should say. And he tips it over, flips it, and a nice catch. And number 26. Tackled right there. Doesn't get out of bounds. Does not get out of bounds. The clock keeps rolling. Big time tackle for number seven. That's the second time uh, that Russia has kind of done that flip pass, and it's worked both times. Yeah. It's like flipping patties out there. Oh, looks like they're calling it back. Oh, a hold. I think we're getting a hold or something. That'll cost you. Yeah, this is going to take Colgate. It's really out of field goal range. It's on the 20. Now it's on... I mean, unless Jake Elliott is the kicker. <laughs> yeah. Or actually Justin Tucker. Yeah, big time mistake. There, yeah, I can respect that. Thank that, you. That. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, well, I don't know if it's, uh, see what they have here. First and long for Colgate. Just got to chip a little bit at the 40-yard line. Do another rollout play to his right. And he's got number 28 open. Oh. Oh, and Devin Marshall gets the tackle. As the clock continues to run, 23 seconds and counting. As Colgate tries to direct some traffic, hustle back to the line, Villanova. Trying to say, please take all the time you need. 15 seconds left. Yeah, no. Wow. 13. Brescia takes a snap on the 35-yard line. Brescia to the right side. Hey, oh, oh, what a pick from the Iceman. The Iceman cometh and the Iceman taketh away. That was cold. Ice Waxter getting a pick with five seconds to go. You can throw a little something, get a little dress yeah. there. Big time pick. Third of the year for Villanova as the defense comes up clutch again. Yeah, Villanova avoided disaster, and they turned it into a great positive for the Wildcats. Didn't give up any points there. Was able to push Colgate out of field goal range. That penalty was huge there against the Raiders because they they had a pretty good opportunity. Still some time left. Could have had a couple small passes. But that penalty, huge. Villanova, though, takes advantage, and that's what good teams have to do. And Villanova offense is saying, all right, the fun's over. <laughs> nice pick. Let's take it to the locker room. Throw to the stats, but we're going back to the locker room. Halftime. Cats up 28-10 against Colgate. You're listening to WXVN on the road. We'll see you back to see you in the studio. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org.
The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond, plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch The Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's The Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, live from Villanova Stadium, only on V891, The Roar. And good evening, everybody. You are listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and this is the Villanova football halftime show. It's a late one. A lot more delays. There were some delays in the middle of the first quarter, and those weren't even the first set of delays. The game originally was supposed to be at 6 o'clock. Then it got moved to 640, and then middle of the first quarter, the game got delayed. But And there was even a moment that the game may have gotten canceled, but the players came back out at 815. At that point, Villanova was up 7 to nothing. but now your halftime score. Villanova currently leads 28-10 to against the Colgate Raiders. So kind of what we were saying in the pregame show, where Villanova would be up by 10, 14 points. They're up by 18, so not too far off there. Colgate kind of hung in there, and really Michael Prescia, he used his legs, used his dual threat ability to keep the Raiders in this game. And they're not totally out of it, but Villanova really just separated themselves. We'll talk about all that uh, just in a moment, but we're going to just do a little recap here of what happened. I mean, you started out for Villanova first drive. Everything was just smooth sailing, pretty much all runs on this seven play 61 yard drive for Villanova around the middle of the first quarter. Jalen Jackson continues his run of dominance, 25 yard touchdown ended up just tiptoeing the sideline, just got in and it's seven, nothing Villanova. He played great last time was only the third player ever last game to have 140 plus yards rushing on eight, on eight or fewer carries so not a huge surprise from him again the sixth year running back for Villanova he's been doing great and ended up drawing first blood for the Wildcats but then things got a little weird because then you had the delay and it was right before the drive started then everyone comes back out not a ton of fans. The game just starts, and Michael Brescia makes this beautiful 54-yard completion to Trayvon Saunders, who we talked about in the pregame show, him being just his verticality and the fact that he's a deep threat and him being a speedster. That really showed and also kind of confirmed maybe a little bit of a fear for Villanova, uh, just the secondary not really being tested. Um They did uh, in the very beginning, and uh, Michael Brescia just with a beautiful throw to Trayvon Saunders, and that ended up giving them some solid momentum. Now, a bit of a controversial call, because then things kind of slowed down quickly for Colgate. They kind of just relied on that 54-yard completion. Nothing else really happened there. They got up to the four-yard line, fourth and goal, and they decided to kick a field goal. They could have gone for it, and they're down 7 nothing. I wonder if, like, now that you're down 18, if you're Stan Dukotsky, um, 
the coach, you are just wondering if that was the right call to make. But regardless, Colgate gets a field goal there. And then Villanova responds with a nice touchdown, another really good drive, and a huge play to Rajwan Pringle, again, who played great last game, had two touchdowns. He continues his run of dominance and has just been a great just primary receiver for Connor Watkins, who also has shown really in this first half his ability to throw the ball, find the open receiver, run the RPO with efficiency. He's been very solid. And he ends up punching it in for a little QB sneak touchdown. Villanova's up 14-3. But then Colgate respond, and this is what we're talking about. And at this point, it's 14-10, to a 23-yard touchdown to Trayvon Saunders from Michael Brescia, who's just lighting it up, a 15-play drive, ate up a ton of time, too. So it was 14-10, to middle of the second quarter, and you're just thinking, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen here? It, uh, what's what's going to happen with Villanova but we've talked about the maturity we've talked about how this year there were just a lot of games where they should have won and they didn't but this time I feel like this is more of a different team they weren't phased by the fact that Colgate was only uh was really close to them uh only down four as Villanova then had a nice response touchdown drive Connor Watkins another QB sneak play and this was off the back of a a crazy play to Jalen Sanchez caught it in the slot 68 yards ran up the middle of the field fumbled Rajon Pringle picked it up and he goes outside at the one yard line and then Connor Watkins sneaks it in again two rushing touchdowns for Watkins not a bad first half for him it's 21 to 10 and pretty much from there Villanova is rolling it's a quick three and out on the other side for Colgate they really don't know what to do and then Villanova strike right back 67 yard touchdown to Rajon Pringle probably the play of the half and we were talking about the RPO skills that Connor Watkins has developed David was talking about earlier some of the changes that we've seen Watkins make as a passer him being a lot more composed and I mentioned it in the Lehigh game even though the stat sheet didn't look great he was very just composed he he didn't make a ton of mistakes besides the one interception but he ran the ball a lot he was very selfless he just he 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 recognized that running the ball in a lot of the situations was the right play to make and another thing too has been the rpo the rpo efficiency he's gotten a lot better at it they've always kind of utilized the rpo this villanova offense led by coach ferrante and it's no different here rajuan pringle 67 yard touchdown 28 to 10 and then colgate try to respond but nothing really comes of it, uh, uh, comes of it. There's actually a bit of a miscue with the snap here. The the uh, the center snapped it right over Brescia's head, and that ends up busting the drive. But then they use all their timeouts. Villanova doesn't have a ton of timeouts left. They don't have great field position. They're just trying to end the half. They can't because Colgate just burn all the uh, burn all of their timeouts. So Villanova just do three short runs. Uh, courtesy of D. Will Barley. So then they give it back to Colgate, and then a great play for a great uh, a great play for Ice Waxter, the six foot two senior corner number zero for Villanova. He got the late halftime ensuing interception. So Brescia finally gets uh, picked off, and Villanova 
are up 18 at the half. So, I mean, that's pretty much what happened in this in this first half. And you just think with Villanova, they're starting to hum. We talked about it in the pregame show that eventually they would find themselves and they would eventually get it going. They're just too talented for them not to. And we really saw, I mean, I wasn't lying when we said that the pass defense for Colgate is not pretty. It's not pretty at all. And we've seen, I mean, Connor Watkins' first half stat line just tells you all you need to know. Five for six, pretty pedestrian. 206 yards, though. So that's an average of 34.3 yards per uh, attempt, per catch, So and a touchdown, right? And two rushing touchdowns as well. So quite a first half from him. And just great to see him air the ball out. A lot more spread offense, this RPO stuff I really like. And they're letting him throw the ball a lot more, be a little more daring. Because, again, with UCF looming, you need this you need this type of play from your quarterback. You need an explosive, uh, you need explosive quarterback performance if you want any chance of contending or pulling off an upset against a very talented UCF game waiting for them in a week. So that's just great to see. But you look at some of these other guys, Jalen Jackson, seven carries, 29 yards, a touchdown. D. Will Barley and TDAO Duarte both had uh, a pretty pedestrian first halves, four carries, 16 yards, three carries, 13 yards. But then you look at the receiving, Rajon Pringle, two catches, 125 yards and a touchdown. That's a lot of fantasy points if if he play if if he was in the NFL I mean that's I mean just an absolute big play specialist and it's it's great to see him rack up the yards too because you look at the last game three catches 40 yards I mean he had the two touchdowns but besides that it was three catches 40 yards so one could say that he was kind of just right place right time it was a little opportunistic because at the end of the day it was three catches 40 yards just two of them happened to be in the end zone you got to give them credit but like if someone has a 10 catch 90 yard performance and only scores once you probably give the second guy the edge over Pringle's performance of three catches 40 yards but this isn't the case today I mean Pringle 125 yards really really good and I mean he's probably your player of the first half him and him and Watkins just this connection is really it's it's really uh coming together at the right time especially when they need it with not just the UCF game but uh Coastal Athletic Association play upcoming and Villanova definitely have revenge on their minds there after that six and five year that was a little disappointing after being picked to win the CAA last year but Jalen Sanchez at 68 yards as well uh, just that one catch. But moving over to the Colgate side, Michael Brescia, 10 for 17, 139 yards, touchdown, interception, 8.2 yards, uh, yards per attempt. Pretty pedestrian, kind of expected it, but then threw his legs, 8 carries, 19 yards, but as long was 12. He did have a couple big first downs, right? I think that the stats, the stats don't tell the full story there. Uh, and Jaden Henry surprised me a little bit because nine carries, 12 yards, 1.3 yards per carry, abysmal, not very good. And we kind of expected that because, I mean, Jaden Henry, Max Herleman, not going not gonna to do it for you in the rushing department. And this O-line's not great. I mean, they gave up almost 30 sacks last year and uh, to Brescia. 
but they used Henry a lot in the flat, which I thought was surprising. They used him a lot in pre-snap motion. He's kind of their guinea pig, and he kind of unlocks this offense a little bit. He was drawing a lot of attention from the Villanova defense, and that really led the just absolute monster that's Trayvon Saunders to be unleashed. Four catches, 108 yards, a touchdown, almost rivals Pringle's performance as being just a big play threat. That's 27 yards per catch. Just what else can you say? I mean, if Colgate hang around and they continue to fight, it's it's going to be on the back of Trayvon Sanders and Michael Brescia really connecting and coming together. So, But otherwise, for this first half, I mean, going even to the team stats as well for Villanova— it's it's just the the seeing the passing game come together is great just because you didn't really get to see it last time and it with Connor Watkins just it, just him turning it over sometimes and you think of 2022 Connor Watkins and it's it, 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 he can get really hot you think of the Lehigh game last year where he broke the he he broke the record for most passing yards in a season opener but then you'll have other games where he turns it over a bunch and he scrambles like he scrambles like a chicken with his head cut off sometimes and he just he he looks flustered doesn't know what to do but these first two games you've gotten a lot more just consistency from Connor Watkins and I think that's really great to see and part of that's with Rajon Pringle part of that's with Jalen Jackson just taking some of the pressure off of him to really do everything for this offense so um and you even see for Villanova just the fact that it, it, it just just the fact that they've also just been a lot more aggressive. Again, eight point two yards per pass for Brescia. It's been a lot of checkdowns, and they know that every drive as a twenty plus point underdog means a lot. So you got to do the checkdowns. Well, with Villanova, you can take a lot more risks. So that explains the thirty-four point three yards per pass because you're a twenty-point favorite. And you know the pass defense for Colgate is just abysmal. You have to exploit that matchup as much as you can. So penalties were pretty even. It it, it did hurt Colgate slightly more, but Villanova also had uh, also did have a bad holding penalty at one point in the middle of the second quarter that did slow things down. They still scored on that drive though, and third down efficiency is relatively the same i mean really just if if you want the succinct answer on why villanova has been doing so well in this first half it's mainly just the connor Watkins, rajuan Pringle connection and really just keys for the second half for villanova it's just clock management don't do anything stupid don't don't turn the ball over you could start to rely on the ground game a lot more because you could tell Villanova wants to, right? They're kind of built like that. They're used to it. Like, the game against Lehigh is, like, they wish they could play like that almost every single time because you have such talent. I mean, you have a really good running back room with Jalen Jackson and TDAO Duarte and D. D. Will Barley. So you'll establish that three-headed monster rushing attack on this Colgate front four that's probably tired from being out so many drives. Uh, playing this Villanova offense and it'll pretty much be a wrap hopefully no injuries especially for next week but and then and then for Colgate it's really just lean on the back of Brescia I mean I I, the one thing I will say that I like is that it is is that he's been a little more composed than I thought he would be he hasn't just 
looked at one read and then that's not there and then just start running around he's been a little more composed in the pocket and just taking what's there the four or five yard check down which i think is fair and i think that even even at this point you just like you could still do that you're down 18 it's not it's pretty far-fetched that they come back and win but you could at least put together some good offense make this close make it a one possession game and you don't need to go for the hero ball right because the hero ball will just lead to turnovers like we saw at the end of the first half with that interception from ice waxter so for villanova it's really just lean into that run game again right they've earned it the passing attack's been phenomenal but i I mean they're up 18 they can start uh they can start calling off the dogs a little bit so but that's going to do it here for the halftime show for uh for villanova versus colgate we'll be back for the post game show and as always go cats We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. The Morning Roar is WXVU's official weekly morning show. Every Friday at 8 a.m. for one full hour, join us for news and conversation about events happening here at Villanova and beyond plus weekly segments like the Morning Roar Mind Bender. We'll also interview a Villanova community member. Listen live on 89.1 FM and at WXVU.org. You can also watch the Morning Roar on YouTube or listen on demand on our podcast feed. That's the Morning Roar every Friday at 8 a.m. only on V891, The Roar. As students, you're expected to perform well in your academic work, and exams are often a big part of that. However, for many students, the thought of taking a test can lead to intense feelings of anxiety and stress. This can make it difficult to focus, remember important information, and perform to the best of your abilities. If you're one of the many students who experience test anxiety, it's important to know that you're not alone. In fact, it's estimated that up to 30% of college students experience some level of test anxiety. The good news is that there are strategies you can use to manage your test anxiety and perform to the best on your exams. These might include things like practicing relaxation techniques, breaking down study materials into smaller chunks, and developing a study routine that works for you. Stop the stigma of test anxiety. Don't let test anxiety hold you back from reaching your full potential. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing and WXVU in Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. On Tuesday, September 12th, a student employment session will be held in the Haverford Room in the Connolly Center between 9.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. This is your chance to handle new hire paperwork and I-9-related matters. Olivia Brink is available for any questions. Reach out to her at olivia.brink at villanova.edu. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We are Villanova's V891 The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Cats lead it 28 10 against Colgate Raiders. I'm Patrick Scan alongside Aubrey Bowles and David Spansky, and we thought we had a game early on. And then Villanova decided to 
Do a little cruise control. Put it up. Nice 18-point cushion. What would you like from that first half, Bob's defense? Well, I really like the way that Villanova really set themselves up for kind of the rest of the half. That first drive before the rain delay was very good. They kind of set the pace. Then coming out of the rain delay, they fell behind a little bit. Colgate had that big play, but then the Villanova offense went right back to work. It's that grit, that grind. Villanova, Connor Watkins, five for six, 206 yards with a touchdown. And also uh, Pringle, two Rece- uh, two receptions, 125 yards. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think I like Villanova knows they can win. Um, they, I mean, they just got to prove it. They just got to, you know, put it away before it gets too late. And I think that's exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. Here you go. Kick off away. If return here for TD gets swallowed up in the middle around 22, 23 yard line. You got a first and ten with the Villanova offense with around 14:54 to play in the third quarter again. WXVU 891 the roar. With some late-night coverage, 9.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What a time, though, for the Wildcats. I went down looking for coffee at halftime. They did not have any. <laughs> like, so maybe you guys at home have brewed your pots of coffee. Don't let that go waste. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah they, they do not have coffee, uh, at least from what I could find. Maybe I just Potential wasn't looking in the right Camp spot. Yeah. was also talked about. Up to the booth. Up to the booth. But here we are. Got Jalen Jackson. And Connor Watkins in the backfield. Trips right, single left. It's Colgate defense as Pringle goes to motion on the left side. Watkins is shotgun. Watkins gives Jackson on the right side. Good stiff arm. Jackson hungles his way for six yards. What an explosive six-yard gain there. A lot of entertainment always for Jalen Jackson. But they must practice these hurdles. Like, I mean, that's ridiculous. I've never seen a team just hurdle as much as Villanova does. They love to get up and get out of there. It's a federal airspace, it looks yeah. like. I mean, it's a smart when you think about it because, I mean, when you tackle, you're taught to go up. So, I mean, if you're jumping, I mean, all they're going to catch is air. Flying like a bird. Yeah. We got trips right with Jalen Jackson Watkins in the shotgun together. Second and four on the 31 yard line. Watkins goes back, pumps. Drive deep. He's got Sanchez again. Jared has Sanchez 82. Does he have enough? Pushes out of bounds at the 16-yard line. Sanchez again. Jalen Sanchez, what a guy. Two long, 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 long plays. And he ends up in the red zone again. Great catch there by Sanchez, but I really can't say enough how much Connor Watkins has really developed as a passer, and we've seen that so much against Lehigh, but also in this game. Watkins now well over 200 yards in this game. Connor Watkins and Sanchez and Pringle. What a duo. Making a lot of damage today for the Colgate defensive backs. But here we go. First and goal, it appears, on and around the nine-yard line. We got Watkins here. The shotgun, Jalen Jackson next to him. Watkins gives it inside. Jalen Jackson spins his way, pushes forward. Does he have enough? Not quite. But he's got six, though. Crease by the offensive line. One thing that I think Jackson does so well is he just he waits for the plays and for the holes to just like open themselves. He doesn't force anything. It's just like it just reminds me so much of Le'Veon Bell. Like he would just stutter. He'd literally wait behind the offensive line and wait for them to do them thing, and then he'd go. And I just think that's so smart. Now we have flag on the play. Yeah, no, a little laundry there thrown up after the play, but not even a fan of the extracurriculars there on the way. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike on the defense to be first and goal with not a lot of space to work with for a quick, hopeful Villanova touchdown. Yeah, I said, but the ball is going to be moved to the one. Oh, there was. Yeah, I think they probably didn't like something he said. 
Yeah. yeah, Colgate's third penalty of the day already. Villanova only with one penalty, although it was a pretty big one, the rough yeah. kicker penalty. And Villanova, hey, they only had, only had five penalties against Lehigh, so. Here we go, the Watkins in the backfield with Jackson. Twins on the right. Twins on the left. Watkins calls for it. Looks left. Throws to the back of the end zone. Antonio Johnson. Looking like Antonio Gates out there. Oh, my goodness. Touchdown, Cats, and they extend the lead even further. Doesn't get much prettier than that. I mean, that was just a beautiful throw. Just lobbed it right in the hands, and then receiver comes down with it. I mean, as a, as a defender, there's not much you can do. Hey, man, he's Fort Lauderdale kid. The Sunshine State product shining on the bright stages of the main line. Something to keep an eye on, too, guys. Rain is beginning to fall once again here at the Villanova Stadium, so we'll see if that has an impact. But great job there by the Villanova offense once again. Watkins finding Antonio Johnson. Now, you know we got to make this game go to 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 a.m. WXU will be here for you. Maybe not. 24-hour broadcast? We do a 24-hour broadcast on a telephone. All the same game? All the same game. game. That would be something, wouldn't it? Extra point is good. 40 overtimes? And 40 overtimes it will be. But 35-10, Cats cruising here on the main line. We got you after the break. You're listening to WXVNF on the road. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Thunderstorms will end this evening. We'll see cloudy skies overnight, although down to 68. Thunderstorms are likely throughout your Sunday, a high of 79 degrees. And partly sunny skies Monday, a high of 82. I'm M.K. Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Raffoul, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. One, we're returning here on the main line, Villanova Stadium. Cats up 35 to 10 against Colgate, 12:41 to play. Little rain coming down, but not going to rain on our parade today as the Cats extend this lead here in Villanova City. It doesn't seem like, just check the radar a little bit ago, doesn't seem like there's any severe weather in the area, so no lightning. Should be good to play throughout the rest of this one, but the player is going to have to deal with some more rain coming down, and that could you know, affect some snaps and also some players slipping, which we did see a lot towards the end of the first half. Didn't really see it too much, though, on that first drive. We got cheerleaders and ponchos, fans with umbrellas. I think we'll be all right. Good energy, though, here. Good energy, yeah. People came back. A couple fans stuck it out, sticking it out. And definitely not a ghost town, I'd say. And they're giving out Takis, which is great. How oh, they're fantastic. fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Everybody likes them. The intense the nacho flavor. The orange ones. This cannot is that like a new flavor? I don't yeah. know a lot. But is that like a new flavor? I think so. Um, I mean, I'm not a really guy that does with spice. So when yeah, I said non-spicy, I was I was pretty pumped. I didn't even spicy? see it said non-spicy. That's the whole thing with Takis. I know. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I like the Takis uh, fuego. Oh, I like that. There we go. There we go. There we it's go. about as hot as I'll go. Kick off. Coming at you. Touchback for Colgate. Going to bring it around to the 25. And again, another chance for Brescia and company to do some damage. Start off hot. Remember that one huge play? Really, we thought would kick off some sort of spark, but Villanova defense has weathered the storm. In the storm, literally. Uh, but here we are as Villanova tries to keep it quiet. 
with a 35-10 lead. Villanova only took what, two minutes off the clock. That was a quick drive and score for the Wildcats coming out of half. I mean, as a coach, there's not much more you can ask for. As we got pressure in the backfield here, Jaden Henry gives on Henry on the right side. Nice flying tackle for the big fella, number three. Slash 3K. Elijah Glover, the lethal weapon, coming flying in. What a tackle. Second and ten here. Nice tackle there for Glover. See if we can get it going. Second and ten for Brescia and company. Snaps the ball. Fake toss. Looks deep for a pass. He's got a man on the left side. Does he have a catch? No. Incomplete. Waves him off as Devin Marshall, the defensive back. Sophomore. Those passes that were once open for the Raiders in the first half are not open anymore. Great job by Villanova to get over and cover, uh, especially Saunders, who was open a lot there in that first half, had those two big touchdowns for Colgate. So Villanova's done a good job tightening up their defense. They've taken away the run of Colgate, forced Brescia into some more pressure situations, and they've done a really good job of responding to this Villanova defense. Yeah, no fly zone. That's what was marked by Devin Marshall, defensive back. As you got third and long here, Brescia. Getting some pressure, flings it deep, and no good, a little out of reach. But that's number 38 in coverage, John Roden, the Elkton, Maryland senior. Wasn't close, though. We got another punt coming, special teams. I think Colgate wanted a pass interference call there against Villanova. Didn't get it, so the Wildcats going to take the punt here from Colgate. Yeah, that was uncatchable. That was a little too far for him. But I thought it was coming up here. <laughs> I know. We'll have to launch that one. I always get scared, a little scared for a pressure, deep, deep pass, a bomb, you know. But defensive backs have held held strong this, this second half, ever since the weather delay after that one long bomb. Got a punt away, not a lot of pressure. One guy on the left side. But Pringle, they're saying no, stay away. Got a nice Colgate bounce as it rolls, 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 all the way to the Villanova 29. Colgate's had some pretty good punts today, forcing Villanova back uh, closer towards their own end zone. Yeah, that big punt from before. Ended up in a pick, actually, for Villanova. Villanova's going to take the field soon, though. 11.44 to play. You're listening to WXU 89.1 The Roar, folks. It's a late one with a 35-10 lead. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. We are Villanova's V891, The Roar. That quick pit stop. You're listening to WXVNF on The Roar in the booth at Villanova Stadium. Villanova trying to do some more on offense as Watkins and company take the field around their own 29-yard line. And D. Will Barnes on the left side fakes it. Watkins springs to his right, pumps it, has a man over the middle off his little waggle round. That's, again, Antonio Johnson, the Fort Lauderdale product, with the catch. I mean, Bowie cannot find an answer to that play because, I mean, when Watkins rolls out, either go to him or you got to drop back and cover the receiver. So either way, they're going to get yardage. So, I mean, unless Colgate finds a stop, I mean, there's no way that Villanova just doesn't. Well, unless penalties have a, there's something to say about it. Yeah, no, I feel you're right, though, Aubrey. Not the, they're not really committing to mm-hmm. him or not. They're kind of staying in the middle, and that's where it's going to get you. If you don't commit to him, He's going to make something else happen. So, exactly. 
right here, Connor Watkins, obviously with the legs and the arm, double, double trouble. As we got Barley on his right side, with trips right as Watkins in the shotgun. Watkins pulls it, flings it deep. He's got a man. Sanchez again. What a turnaround and defensive pass interference. Holy moly. Sanchez, have yourself a day. Sanchez and Pringle now both have over 125 yards. That's crazy. Hey, I, think that, I think it may be passing offensive pass. No I gave Sanchez his flowers, and it does this to me. Coming back. I thought for sure it was defensive. Not San a lot of times. Sanchez has done a really good job, but has been pretty unlucky tonight. Had the one touchdown where he fumbled, then the second one, which he had a really nice catch around the 15-yard line and then got pushed out of bounds. And then this one here, which was a really nice catch, you know, somewhat close to being a touchdown. And uh, now going to be called all the way back here against Villanova to close to their own 10-yard line. All right. First and, I think, second down now. First and 30. Second <laughs> and 30 here. First and 30, I should Back say. at Center City. Back at Center <laughs> City. I think this one. This is the other way, though. So we're going towards King of Prussia, King of Prussia maybe? Mall, yeah, the mall. Second largest mall, I think. In, uh, in yeah, America. next second to the Mall of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Props for KLP. As we got trips right and walks to the shotgun with Jalen Jackson. D. Will Barley now. As he pulls it, Watkins got a little space to work with, cuts back in, gets a nice gain of around, nothing too crazy, around 10 yards. But now he got second down and 20. A little at a time, who knows, maybe chip away, get that first down. A lot to work with now, though. Get a little anxious, especially with how good Connor has been today when you're up by 25 points and you're really kind of making plays like that, diving to pick up yards. And, yeah, it's great, but you just don't want your quarterback to get hurt, especially, you know, when you're up by 25 and in the rain. Exactly. A lot of lot of intangibles out there as Watkins holds on right now with a second 20. He drops back into the shotgun. But they got a screen here. Almost picked off, though. Oh, my goodness. D. Will Barley. A little overthrew Watkins on that one. Shuffled back into screen action, and they're all over. Uh, if he caught that, I mean, he had convoy blockers in front of him he could have gone for some yardage yeah, they had Watkins talk about wet he slipped right there throwing it back ended up being too high of an angle for him and now we got third and forever yeah Colgate brought that pressure something that we haven't seen a lot of today hey I mean on that one you don't see a lot of smiles from Colgate today but I think uh you know those toothpaste smiles are looking pretty good right now on that big pass breakup yeah there was a sign that said um your breath is fresh, but the, your game stinks. <laughs> I like that one. It's D. Will. Doesn't get enough for a first down. Gets around seven yards as we got fourth and 11 coming up for the punting unit back on the field. Who is we asked? We saw those earlier, though. They, they were in the um, Villanova Faithful, one of the student section. They had they had paint on their chests. It was We don't think it's a toothpaste, but it might be. I mean, there was an L in there. That's, we know that. We, there's an S. We thought we cracked the code. We thought it said toothpaste spelled out on Villanova fans' chests, but... There was an L in there. So Not here anymore, though, so we really won't know. That's true. We probably would have washed off anyway. Yeah, that is true. Uh, he would have been just in the blue man group out there. But we got a punt here coming up for Villanova. Trying to boot this thing away. Shift field position with around 9-10 to play in this third quarter. You're listening to WXUA 9 with the Roar. David Spansky, Patrick Scanlon, and Aubrey Bowles coming at you with some coverage. Almost got a hand on that punt, but it's booming. Booming oh, back. Dude. As no tackle there, he's got a little space five yards out. And he's getting tackled, pushed out of bounds. Oh, three men on him as the sideline goes. Hugs, pipes him up a little bit. What a kick. What a kick. As the offense takes the field for Colgate, we'll stick around here for a quick, quick Colgate offensive unit. 35-10, to 10, though.
Cats are up 25 right now. Covering that spread for you Vegas voters. Uh, so keep it that way. Keep your keep your money in your pockets right there. Yep. See, I'm starting to think that this, the stuff on the chest, the letters, I'm thinking it may have been, like, hear me out. I'm thinking it may have been L toothpaste. Okay. Like, I could see that. Just like, like L something. L yeah. Something. I can respect that. But uh, once again, that just doesn't seem right. First and 10 here for Colgate. Get a little sweep action. For 14, Brady Hutchinson gets a couple yards. But he stopped for a game of five, second and five coming up. Yeah, no, Hamilton, New York. Nice three and a half hour, four hour drive from here. Straight up there. Central, upstate New York. Probably, I mean, especially after this late of a game, if you're going home like that, not a fun bus ride to be on. Not by what I said. <laughs> we got Brescia in the backfield with Jaden Henry. Jaden Henry's bouncing around between left and right, left and right. Can't make up his mind. Now he's got it. Brescia, though, back to pass. Oh, he's sacked. Brought down by number 55, the big fella. Jake Reichwein from Doylestown, PA. The graduate transfer, he was here for the Holy Cross game versus Villanova in that playoff game two years ago. Was on the wrong side of it. Now he's back with Villanova on the right side of it. And with a big-time sack, making a third down and long. Had the pleasure of interviewing him during the... Um, the be the match. Yeah, the Be the Match broadcast, exactly. Uh, he was one of our players we interviewed. As we got a third down, as Brescia looks for a little pass, a little screen action, but it's no good. I think that's Reichwein again, another tackle. But yeah, Be the Match, great, great, great events. Uh, had a lot of, a lot, raised a lot of money for a good cause. Bone marrow transplants, you know, if you are out there, you could be the match for someone. Save people's lives. Doing great stuff here at WXVU. Plan to keep doing it, obviously, in the near future. Absolutely, yeah. Should we be doing it again this Amen. year coming up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming up on 10 p.m. Oh, the winter. Much yeah. later than I think any of us expected that we would be here. This is like West Coast football right now. <laughs> that we're live from Eugene, yeah. Oregon. Stadium does kind of look like the one in Oregon. Oh, yeah, no, it's a little dark right now. I don't know. I, I think it might be a little more packed in Eugene, in Austin City. It's, it's, honestly, it's honestly hard to see the parents on the other side. That's true. Yeah. I think it might just also be from where we're sitting. That's true. That's yeah. away for Colgate. Not a good one. A little shame. Oh, almost touch of a low player. Did it. Oh, and it did. It with ball Ooh, Colgate's Colgate got it. Colgate will retain possession. Oh, my goodness. Not what you wanted to see from the special teams unit as Colgate gets on top of it. Yeah, you don't want to give Colgate any chance to really get back into this game, and Villanova may have just done that. But Colgate, of course, they had a lot of energy coming out of that rain delay. They lost it. Hopefully Villanova didn't give that right back. Yeah, with those low punts, you really get a chance to, I mean, you don't know where that ball's going when you punted that low because you shanked it. You didn't do well. You punted, didn't punt it well. But when it bounces like that, you got guys running down the field to cover. It's going to it hit one of the Villanova players. And fortunately for Colgate, unfortunately for us, it's first and ten for the Rams. Special teams going to be doing up-downs. <laughs> exactly. That on Monday morning. <laughs> Rise and shine. Get your butts on the field. <laughs> We got first and ten though for Brescia and company. We got a little pressure off the side. Nope, stay with the three-man front as pressure backs back to pass. Getting pushed out by Reichwein again. Does he have him? Oh, we got a hold back there. Looks like, but as Brescia weasels his way out for two yards, out of bounds. 
I really wonder what it's like for a quarterback in that situation because obviously you're ready to play at any time, but you also just come off the field. You're like, all right, I got to try to get my game plan for the next drive. And then right away, you're right back out there down the field in a fresh set of downs. So, I mean, I know quarterbacks, everybody's always got to be ready to play, but just uh, seems interesting what goes through their head there. That hole definitely counted for something as we got a first in, bringing it back, back in time, back to the 40, 46 yard line. We got a first in forever. First and 20. There wasn't many penalties early on. I know that Aubrey talked about that earlier, but over the last five minutes or so, a lot of penalties really adding up for both sides. Oh, yeah. So we got twins on both sides with Watkins. I should say, Bresh looking like Watkins out there. We get a sack. Two men on him. Oh, and he pumped up is a pumped up Noboto, the D-liner from Wilmington, Delaware. The big fella, the nose tackle. Making some noise. And Shane Hartzell again. Another great game for Shane. Oh, yeah. Defense is flying around there right now. And that front is just really causing some problems for that Colgate O-line. And you're at three guys like that. I mean, you shouldn't be letting up a lot of sacks and pressures. But we've seen pressure under pressure a lot tonight. Mm -hmm. As uh, second and 20 for the Raiders. Alone in the shotgun. Brescia hurried. Has number three, Jaden Henry, on the outside. Has enough for a... Back to the line of scrimmage, original line of scrimmage, and we got a third and ten coming up. Henry today has struggled. Ten carries, just 12 yards. Had a nice play there, though, to pick up some yards for this struggling Colgate offense. See if they can get it back in the passing game. You know, running game's definitely not working. But if you get the running back out in the flat, you know, the way the Patriots used to do with, you know, Deion Lewis and guys like that, quick guys out the back. But third and ten, as pressure looks deep. He's got a guy over the middle. Caught, and that's their guy again. Down. And more, number nine, Trayvon Saunders again, the Columbus kid. Can't catch a break. Oh, my goodness. First and down and more. Can't say enough about how good Saunders has been today. Now uh, around 140 yards in seven receptions. Also the, uh, that big 50-yard play, two touchdowns. And Saunders has really been amazing in this game for Colgate. And as you said too earlier, Pat, really a, a positive sign for this Colgate team. Looks like we're going to get some sort of water break here. Uh, 5.19 to play. I think we'll hold on for a second. Thanks, so Logan. Call a timeout. Timeout here. Then you got listening to WXGNF with the Roar. We'll be back with you in a 25-point lead. 5.19 to play in third quarter. We'll see you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. I'm M.K. Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. We are Villanova's V891, The Roar. Welcome back to Villanova Stadium, where Villanova leads it. 35 to 10, with 519 to play, you're listening again to The Roar, WXVU 891 with Aubrey Bowles, David Japanski, and Patrick Scanlon. And boy, does Colgate have a chance to get back in this one right now. Do a little quick check around the league. College football, busy day in college football. Texas leads Bama, 20-16 to in Tuscaloosa. 13.52 to play, that's big time. In other ways, we had Wisconsin down 15 on the road to Washington State. 
Number 19 looking in trouble right there. And Oregon, number 13 on the road at Texas Tech, having some trouble, 27-25, losing. Big names and big places and big-time performances. Colorado, the story of college football right now. Coach Prime and company get another big win versus Nebraska. Yeah, that was huge. Actually, I want to ask all this because I saw it on Instagram today, the whole conversation between FBS and FCS. Do you all really think there's – a difference between FCS players and FBS players? I think the FBS players are definitely, you know, you get, you get more of your five-star, four-star guys. The FCS guys are play guys that, you know, at some point they're going to want to, like, prove the first down rush, wiggling his way for three yards is Jaden Henry. Not much cooking today, as David talked about earlier. Yeah, Brescia, who really had an amazing start to his day, still pretty good, 172 yards with a touchdown, but now just 13 for 22 has had a lot of incomplete passes recently. Another pass for him, got walloped, and that ball's out of bounds. Are we getting flags out here? Yes, we are. Looks like some sort of defensive pass interference. This one's coming back, probably. We're gotcha. moving forward, actually. Brescia just got leveled. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, the shoulder pads out of the came full force. Hard sell. Like a bat out of bat out of H E double hockey sticks. He's moving fast, folks. Villanova's fourth penalty of the day. Pretty clean game though, especially in that first half. Oh yeah. We got first and ten though in that sort of pass interference. As we get ready to go on the fifteen yard line of Villanova, Colgate trying to make some damage, cutting this twenty five point lead. Pressure. snaps it. Give it a run inside to the big foul. Number 44. Actually, not 44. That's just a fullback in there. I haven't seen that guy much tonight, folks. I guess their Jaden Henry train is kind of moving. They kind of want somebody else to get the rock inside. Move the ball, move the chains. We got second and nine coming. Yeah, I haven't seen much action since Villanova scored on the first drive. Um, with that, almost seven minutes have gone by. Yeah, Brendan Casamadrian, the junior running back, wasn't on the depth chart. As Brescia rolls to his right, throws it away. Third and nine coming up. If Villanova does get a stop here, I think it's going to be interesting to see if Connor Watkins does come out for another drive. I mean, I know it's still pretty early in the third, but uh, the Wildcats, well, midway through the third, really. Uh, but the Wildcats did make a QB change last time out against Lehigh in that uh, late third, early fourth quarter. Yeah, and we'll see if we get some action for the, as Aubrey put, newly engaged quarterback. Back up. Like, what would you hear about that, Aubrey? I didn't know that was happening. Uh... I mean, I think I saw something on Instagram about it. <laughs> I think you're right. I just had no idea. Congrats to the guy. Congrats to backup QB. He'll be in soon. Get a little action. As Waggle Brescia tries to out to his right side. Has his, but not enough for a first down. To push him down around the 10-yard line. Fourth down coming up. Oh, some extracurriculars. We don't like that. Yeah, throwing some flags. Not flags, but throwing their own towels out. That's Jalen Goodman from Narberth, PA, the graduate student. Not too happy about it. There is a flag on the play, too. Oh, Tanner Maddox is. There we go. Fresh off the scene, our reporter in the flesh, Aubrey Bowles. Fresh information about the newly engaged prospect. Yeah, I'll send it back to the booth to you and Dave. <laughs> You're down the sideline. Hey, I like you up here. It's good stuff. Well, we got a flag, though. We got a first down. First and five. Holy moly. First and goal coming up. What happened there? I think I missed something. 
I think it was for the extracurriculars against Villanova. Oh, that's so good. Five penalties now. You start to pick up. Was it still fourth and five? No, no, first down. First and goal right Yeah, I just don't think uh, this yeah, yeah. updated here. Yeah. Yeah. Got Brescia. Snaps it. Gives it inside to the junior. No good. Got a couple yards, but not much. Not cooking with much is Brendan Casamajor, the Bridgewater, Massachusetts kid. Getting the nod for a running running back room that really hasn't had much success today, as we talked about. They actually called it roughing the passer. Really? On Bell. Yeah. No. Can't much, much. Got to can't beat yourselves on these plays. As trying to get a stop here, obviously, don't want Colgate to get a little bit of fire back in this game. But Brescia, QB draw to the left side, takes it himself. Getting tackled by everybody and their mother. Oh, my goodness. Looks like Jalen Goodman is first on the scene, reporting live. As we got third and goal. Yeah, for a second there, it looked like he might have the edge, and then he's quick first. He's that quick first step, especially when he's looking to pass first, but he goes outside the pocket. Dangerous. That's how the hashes. I talked to Jalen Goodman, uh, the CA media day in his press conference. He talked a lot about wanting to have a leadership role on this team and uh, really has done a nice job and puts a big part of that stop there. We're at third and goal now. See what uh, see what Brescia and company can do right here. Brescia drops back, looking around. Not having much pressure. Rolls out to his right. Get passed down. Oh, oh, missed the sack. Out of the corner. No good. On the pressure there was the big fella. Interior lineman. Noah Boda, the Wilmington, Delaware kid. As we got fourth and goal coming up. Oh, he is quick. Oh, I mean, hey, man, I get props for, props for Obina Nuato, so to actually stay with them. I mean, on that, that was, there. yeah, that was something that else. That big fellow was moving. But again, Brash is real, real, real quick outside the pocket. Yeah. Just got to on that QB contain. <laughs> I think someone forgot to press X. <laughs> exactly. Fourth and goal on the five yard line, two nineteen to play. You're listening to WXU and up with the roar. Thirty five to ten, cats lead it. We got a full start of sorts. That's gonna be on Colgate. Push it back five yards, fourth and longer goal. Fourth and goal for the town. We've made it to ten o'clock. We have made it the witching hour. We have made it to ten o'clock. Will we make it to eleven? I think we will. Ah, could be a quick fourth quarter out there. Running clock, you know, peewee football rules. Mercy, mercy rules once you get past a certain. Yeah. I mean, Colgate's in threatening, threatening range right now. You never know. So we had our intramural soccer game. We got mercy ruled. Oh. I don't want to talk about it. 10 0. 10 0. Soccer. But in the first 30 seconds, someone on our team scored an own goal. Oh, my oh. goodness. Hate to see that. That was there. ridiculous. We got fourth and goal here. Another false start. Oh, my God. Quick step from James Fans. Henry. It is not his day. Fans are getting to him. <laughs> they can't even hear the yeah. snap the ball. <laughs> No, it's uh, at this point, it's a thin crowd. Thin crowd, but you can still hear Thin it. but mighty. Thin but mighty. It's a lot of heart. Very passionate. Few the proud. And now are they going to kick the field goal? Yeah. Wow. this point, waving the white flag. Yeah, I mean, when it's fourth and 16. You're going to have another false start here, bro. Oh, they're bringing guys in. A lot of pressure coming. Let's see if Colgate can get it done. Jacob Jaworski, the senior. Looking for a second field goal of the day. See if he's got the leg. Kicks up. And it is good. Cats lead is cut to 35 to 13. 22 points. Three touchdowns. Game ain't over yet, folks. We'll be back after the break. Cats lead at 209 to play. You're listening to WXU and I've won the rule.
We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. I'm MK Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We are Villanova's V891 The Roar. Where Colgate keeps shipping away. 13 to 35, the Cats lead it though. And we're hoping to make it even longer deficit right now with the Villanova Drive as Colgate gets ready to kick off. Kicks underway. At the big top. TD. Moving around. Shifty. No one can follow him, but they get him. Oh, and a late hit. Who's it going to be on? It could be on 81. Could be on Villanova 81. Mitchell Bothwell, the tight end of Texas. A really good punt, again, by Colgate in this game. Special teams for Colgate has been pretty strong. Yeah, it's been one of their strong points tonight. Obviously, not, not a lot of them. But I think they're going to look for positives. Exactly. For some bugs. Pretty fast of the game. And they, they've definitely won one of them. Uh, you know, special teams. Villanova's had some issues that today. big-time penalty really got Colgate back in this one for, for what it seemed like was a second. But the special teams, I'll get the points, get the kudos where kudos is due to kids from Hamilton, New York. Yeah, I mean, they're down only four at one point. And then... Two minutes left in this first, so sorry, third quarter. A lot of quarters going on today. Uh, Watkins, though, remains in with Pringle in the motion. We got Watkins in the backfield. Gives it over to T. Nope. Holds it back. He's getting sacked. Pressure. Dropped. Close to the end zone. Scarily close. We've got a second and 13 on your own three. Not great. And Dave, that's where your point comes in where, you know, do you take out Watkins or do you, I mean, are you let him just stay in and take those hits? That's a you know a serious question you got to ask yourself at this point of the game with only you know, a minute and a half left in the third quarter up 22. We'll see what they do here. It looks like for now, for this drive, he's going to stay in at least through the end of this quarter as Watkins. Getting a lot of pressure. Some pressure is probably coming here for Colgate trying to get that safety. Watkins calls it, pulls it, pass over. Oh, had Pringle on the right side, almost had him, overthrew him by about two yards. Yeah, that was the first pass of the day that Watkins wasn't exactly on point. He was frustrated with himself after that play, but Watkins still looked really good today. Seven for 10, 267 yards. Pretty efficient for not a lot of passing attempts. 400, well now 360 rating. Well, <laughs> can't, really, can't really complain there, we got TD and Watkins in the backfield here. Pringle and Lopes on the right side. Got twins on both sides now. Watkins, though, trying to avoid the pressure. Snap coming soon. One ten to play. Watkins looking around. Takes a snap. Looking to pass. Get a little pressure. Hurried outside. But he's moving. On the move by himself. Does he have the space? He does not, but he has enough 
Or a first, he does have enough for a first down. There we go. Watkins, what do you use those legs? Can do it all. Wow, wow, wow. He had negative rush yards against Lehigh. I think he got sacked. Right. And then, I mean, obviously the man, the kid can run. So Get him outside the pocket, those hashes. He is fast. Yeah. Quick kick. Kid from Williamsport. Little League World Series home. I was like, that was that was a good one. Uh, that, was, that was like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, a couple weeks of team for media was in it. Oh yeah, close by somewhat. There we go. Yeah, Watkins though. First and ten, a fresh set of downs at the twenty. But you get TDT's getting get swallowed up. Oh my goodness, driven into the ground. Pie, the big fella, Andrew Tadio, the junior defensive tackle for the Raiders, and he 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 made sure to let TD know not to do that again. Yeah, TD had zero chance. Got the ball, and then immediately was met. Getting walloped back there. But looks like we're going to the end of the third quarter. 35-13. to 13, Villanova leads it. We got you back for your final quarter of action on this late night one here on the main line. See you after this. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. In March of 2019, our son was diagnosed with leukemia. He was in a really dangerous spot. There was no other way to save Kyle other than a stem cell transplant. There were many, many moving parts, but luckily they did find a match that was perfect for him. He received his new stem cells four months post-diagnosis. Without a stem cell transplant, I'm not sure that we would still have a son today. A blood stem cell donation can cure or treat over 75 diseases, including leukemia, lymphoma, and sickle cell. Swab to save a life. More information is available at bethematch.org. This message is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, Villanova University's Office of Health Promotion, and WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led department in college radio. On Hello and welcome back to Villanova Stadium where Villanova leads this one, 35-13, with a fresh 15 and a final 15, hopefully, here at a late night on the main line, 10-13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but we're still moving. We're still going. And so is a lot of the Villanova, not a lot of the Villanova faithful, but a good amount. Students are still here, made through rain, made through shine, made it through delays. But we are here at the end of the marathon. We're going to start ourselves some marathon runners today, boys. I like that. But I have some CAA updates here. Maine lost to North Dakota State 44-7 today. William & Mary cruised to a 23-6 victory versus Wofford. Monmouth is up 28-23 to on Towson right now. That's a big CAA matchup right now. And North they're Coast, still playing? Oh, yeah. No, they're late, too. We are, too. Ain't that. Ain't that. And Norfolk State beating Hampton 31-23. to uh, But the only real big CAA game today, Monmouth-Towson, uh, with Monmouth leading it. And William & Mary taking care of business, as most of the polls predict. Yeah, that's big, Mom at the Thousand. Big time. Big interesting time. to see who wins between that one. Oh, yeah. We'll see what I happens. mean, the way Villanova's been playing, they got to, like, people got to put some respect on their name. They've been playing like a top CAA team. I mean, granted, they haven't really played. Like, I mean, they haven't played a CAA team yet, but. Watkins moves that to his right first attack, or second and, second and long. And Watkins, ooh, thrown down again. Not a fun way to get tackled right there. Oh, yeah, no, Villanova. 
CAA play does not start next week. Next week, start, we go road test at UCF. Heck of a road test. Upset alert. We are put them on. The, the boys from Central Florida on upset alert. I'll be there with the coverage for WXVNF Win the Roar next week, 6 o'clock on Saturday. As Villanova takes on Central Florida in the bounce house. Central Florida. You think College Game Day is going to be there? I think College Game Day might just be there. I think there's there's no, no football like Villanova football, especially Florida. I don't think they've ever – they may have never been to Florida at this point. Big time – big for the recruiting classes, obviously. Get out, move around. They went to Penn State a couple years ago. They have Louisville on the schedule for a couple years from now. Move around the country. Get Villanova on the map for football, not just basketball. As Watkins gets slammed to the ground. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's why I think now in the fourth quarter, you have to get Connor out of there. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, here they go. Or I guess is the punt unit. Punt unit here, but Watkins got smacked for two straight plays. Yeah, it's been a couple, too. I think he had one or two back on this side of the field, too. So it's it's been three or four hard hits that he's had to take over the past five or so minutes in this game. Yeah, Watkins saying, Coach, Coach, I want to go home. Get me out of here. And Villanova's going to try to take him over the defensive end with 13.39 to play. And could be great field possession for Colgate with a deep punt on our own nine. Yeah, really, but you got to be careful stepping into this punt. Don't do it like the Dolphins did. Get a hit the punt. Old, old, old helmet. Pretty booming punt, though. About 50 yards. No tackle, though. Missed another tackle. Sheds three, four tackles. But he's being brought down by D. Will Barley, looks like. He can do everything. He can do it all, folks. Kid from Upper Darby, Pennsylvania. Graduate student. Fifth year. And special team superstar. Get a tackle there. Put him on the line. We'll stay here for this Colgate drive. This is probably, you know, Colgate's really last team effort to do some damage here. 13-12, you want any shot, get back in this. I need a quick touchdown here. That's all I can say. I 100% agree with you, Pat. I think that, you know, it's either now or never. It's put up or shut up time for the Colgate Raiders. Right? We're not going to tell you. It's not that close. It's 35 to 13. Uh, but, yeah, no. Do you line out there? Don't hope it's there, you know. That's true. Yeah, you got to keep, keep hope alive. Yeah. We've seen Crazier here in the zone. Not ever to the last whistleblower. I remember Richmond, Virginia, Richmond, uh, Villanova from a couple years ago. Villanova was down three scores in the fourth quarter, came back and won that game. So, fake pitch, though. Brescia avoids the sack, rules to his left. He's going to go take it himself, but he's tackled right around the line of scrimmage by number 33 for the Villanova defense. Turner Inch from Williamstown, New Jersey, the redshirt freshman, gets the game time action. Let's go. Making some big plays. Putting his name out there. Click. God, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see it. People are in. People get chances to excel, succeed, put some stuff on their huddle. Yeah. Make some good plays. Check out my mixtape. Check out my mixtape. Check my huddle. We will. I see you out there. We got pressure, though, with twins on both sides. And he's going to pass it. Flings it over the middle. Oh, number four. Oh, my goodness. Tripped up, but we on the left side. That must have been a 40-yard pass. Threaded through the needle right there, flung it on the left side by the hatches, and they've got a first and goal. And I'm pretty sure that's Brady Hutchinson, the sophomore receiver from Connecticut. Here's the drive that we said they we needed. Said this is what they need to do, and they're doing it. Maybe they're listening to us. They got first and goal for Colgate. If you want a quick score, you got one potentially with Bray Bresh Bresh on the side here, and they're bringing Jaden Henry back in this one. They got Hutchinson, Hutchinson inside. Touchdown. Pushes down for a touchdown. Oh, my goodness. All right, this one ain't over yet, folks. It's fresh up. Pushes in himself. 
Anything to go for two? What are we at right now? We have 19 to 35, 16 point game here. Yeah, probably. Do you go for two or? Or do you go for two? If you score again, do you go for two then? You got to kick it. I think they kick it now, probably. Yeah. Then you have a chance to use your two point conversions for next time. And they're going to do this again, and then they're going to confuse themselves. <laughs> yeah, they do this weird formation, people at home can't really see this. Uh, they send all their guys to the left side outside the hashes. And one center, and then one receiver out on the right side. And you have your kicker in unit. Oh, he did a fake! And that's what it is? Does he have enough? Oh. So basically, pitched, <laughs> fully pitched the snap to the left side. Had blockers, but Villanova was all over it. Snuffed it out. They were trying to catch Villanova off guard, but really, I don't see the point of that. I mean, Brush has been really good. You would think that you want to get set up right, have a good chance at a play. If you do make the two-point conversion, which is what they were going for, you're down by just 14. You don't need any two-point conversions, at least to tie the game, to win, different story. But don't really agree with that play call there. I mean, I know it was trickery, but didn't work. Yeah. Tricked themselves out too much. Yeah. But good news for Villanova. You, we can't, with 16-point game, two touchdowns, two-point conversions, you don't lose that in this push-the-emergency-alarm button scenario. You tie that one. With 11.47 to play, you're listening to WXUNF when there were cats up 35-19. Cool, coming back. We're your home for play-by-play -play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. I'm MK Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. This is Father Peter, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We are Villanova's V891 The Roar. Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, live from Villanova Stadium, only on V891 The Roar. One, welcome back to Villanova Stadium, where the Wildcats of Villanova lead at 35 to 19 against the Colgate Raiders with 11:47 to play. You were listening to WXUAM with the roar on Patrick Scanlon alongside David Chapansky and Aubrey Bowles. This just in, though, Villanova has been in the state of Florida in 1946 when they beat Villanova, the Florida Gators. Yes, you're right. You heard that right. 27 to 20, 1946 November, in the swamp. Villanova took that one. Hopefully. Hey, does history repeat itself? We'll come. We'll find out come Saturday. Thank you, Patrick's dad, for proving him wrong. Thank you, my dad. I proved, I needed that. Need a little boost there. Stay humble. Stat, the stats don't lie. History. Good to know your history. Undefeated in Florida. Undefeated in Florida. That might just be the case. I haven't lost. I haven't lost. Never lost. Keep two and zero going into the bounce house this weekend. We got your coverage. Kickoffs underway for Colgate. We're in a fair catch though. Oh, about the punt. Nope. But. We'll still go out as TD. Still will come out to 25. He wrangled the ball in. And we've got a middle of a drive here. Uh, Colgate, they did what we said they had to do. And now... Uh, now they got to get a stop. And now yeah. we can't take Watkins out. So, David, 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 you're not... I would be upset. I mean, we told we wanted to bring out this guy, and now we actually have to make him do yeah. a meaningful drive here. You a little surprised at an onside kick there? Could have, that was a good call. I don't know. Maybe they just thought they like their defense right now. You know, they have a shot here. Pin them back deep around 25. They're going to have a shot here. They need the defense to step up. So it is a little concerning. Villanova kind of did the same thing last week is a lot of their scoring comes in the first half. And last week, I believe they only had seven points, not a hundred percent sure. I'll check though in a moment, but now only seven points right now in the second half for Villanova. So 
first half offense, second half offense has been a different story. The timeout from Connor Watkins and company does not look happy about it either. That's one of Villanova's timeouts gone. 11.46 to play. You're listening to WXUNM with the Roar. We'll get you back at this for a Villanova drive. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. We are Villanova's V891, The Roar. Welcome back to Villanova Stadium where Villanova, a drive to keep this one extended. 35-19, Villanova leads with 11.46 to play. We're Connor Watkins and company out of a timeout. See what they can cook up. We got two guys in motion. We got trips in a single with Jalen Jackson and Watkins in the shotgun. Jalen Jackson takes it himself, gets a couple yards. Watkins, though, hands up in a little frustration as they get around five yards there. Good time is on Villanova's side right now, so keep running the ball. Clock is their friend. Seems like a good theory. I feel like it's been a while since we've heard Jalen Jackson. I know. It's not like that. <laughs> Everything okay? All quiet in there. So let's see if he's okay. I let you <laughs> show me. Show me some signs of life. <laughs> Got Justin Marcus, the tight end in there from Morganville, New Jersey. In motion there. We got Watkins, though. Jalen Jackson trying to make some noise. Watkins claps, stops, takes a snap. Holds it, though. Flings it deep. Pringle. He's got it. Back door. Taking a shifty move. Can he get enough? Another bomb for Pringle. Once you pop, you can't stop. Rajon Pringle. Big first down and a lot more. I mean, that to me is just ridiculous. Like that ball, I mean, it could have been thrown a little bit better, but I mean, Pringle's just ability to just stop and just turn with the defender on his hip. I mean, that you can't teach that. That's just skill. Yeah, that's connection is something that we definitely have seen a lot of, and we will see a lot of the rest of the season. Pringle is now over 150 yards in today's game. Four receptions, 150 <laughs> yards. I mean, one of those. Like that Randy Moss stat. Oh, my goodness. One of those since 1940 Villanova stats, eight carries. You know, yeah. 100, 168 to be exact. Oh, my goodness. There we go, Pringle. That's right. Got another first and 10, though, on Colgate's 42. We're going to give the ball this time to Jackson. Jackson weasels his way, scampers along for an eight-yard game. Yeah, he seems fine. He's great. Just talk to him. Check them out. <laughs> He's all good. Ran out of the field. Okay. Second and two, though. Kid from Richmond, Virginia, making some noise last week. A little quieter today, but, you know, still had that touchdown during the daylight hours. Going to separate this game into uh, day and night time for you. It seems like two different games. So <laughs> it's really doubleheader. Seems like a doubleheader. <laughs> Playing baseball out here. But Watkins and Jalen Jackson in the backfield. Second and short. Watkins pulls it. Good QB draw it himself, and he's going to have just shy of a first down, it looks like. Third and inches coming up here at Villanova Stadium. It's going to be a big-time power-running play. Just give it to Jalen Jackson to prove he can do it in these short. Actually, not today. Remember that big goal line stand from Colgate a couple series ago? We'll see what they do here. Look to the sideline for Ferrante's advice. I wonder if you go a little QB sneak action and then have Jackson just 
push you because that's what they did over here. The oh yeah, when Watkins ran it in, they're going to shotgun though, Aubrey. They'll only yeah. your advice. But third inches, yeah. that's their loss. Exactly. Watkins, hand on Jalen Jackson up the gut, and he slides along for a five-yard gain and a first down. If you're building up Wildcats, on the Colgate twenty-six, chains are moving. <laughs> Yeah, this, I mean, this running back core from Villanova, I just, it's hard to stop them because you, you really just have three just unstoppable running backs. And, I mean, when get, one of them gets tired, you can always just, you can just keep recycling through them. And, I mean, that's, and the O-line is just playing great. And so, I mean, as a defense, I mean, you're just trying to search for what you can do. But, I mean, when there's just three different, completely different running backs, three completely different styles, it's hard to do that. Yeah, I'm going to give Jake Picard, the center, some good news today, some good props. As Watkins trips up, probably around the line of scrimmage. For, for a wet ball, he's snapping a pretty good ball today, pretty good connection with Watkins, uh, the kid from Hope, Rhode Island. But the running game, yes, and the old lineman do a, doing a swell job. Yeah, Watkins can run, too, so really four big running threats. Yeah. Anyone can beat you. That's just the Villanova way. That's the way they will win games this year with the anyone can beat you mindset. Mm-hmm. One of the coaches for Colgate is taking a swing like he was, like, you know, practicing, you know, in a home run. <laughs> or maybe he's taking his golf swing out. He's in a long yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit. Didn't look as low to the ground. Looked a little higher up. I think I hit the links after this. Exactly. He's like, I'm down with this team. Uh-huh. Right. Put up some fight late. Good stuff for Colgate. Second and 10, though, for Watkins. Watkins gives it to D. Will Barley. Sneaking around. D. Will's got space. It's a foot race to the end zone. D. Will. D. Will. D. Will go all the way for the score. Cats lead it big time here in Villanova City. It's the cherry on top. D. Will Barley, Upper Darby's finest. With a touchdown. Everyone gets love. Anyone can beat you. Talk about Jalen Jackson touchdown. D. Will Barley touchdown. Everybody through the air as well. I mean, it's fun. I'm bound to be next. I'll put it, throw in Aubrey Bowles. He'll get there. That's the picture. 284 yards last week for the rushing attack for Villanova. 142 so far, and you would expect that would add up a little bit more. Still some time left. Villanova's going to run the football if they do get the ball back. So rushing attack, been very good to start the year for Villanova, and hopefully everyone just stays healthy, and they're going to have a really good kind of dual attack. Extra point is good, and the Cats lead it 42-19 with 7.07 left in this one. Party's on the main line. You're all invited. Come out for the last seven minutes, Philadelphia students. We'll see you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org. Villanova Reach Out is a new campus organization dedicated to relieving social isolation in older adults through telephone conversations. Villanova Reach Out is looking for students, staff, and faculty volunteers who want to make a difference and a new friend. For information, to volunteer, or to receive calls, contact Reach Out at villanova.edu, R-E-A-C-H-O-U-T, at villanova.edu. I'm M.K. Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. 
Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Thunderstorms will end this evening. We'll see cloudy skies overnight, although down to 68. Thunderstorms are likely throughout your Sunday, a high of 79 degrees. And partly sunny skies Monday, a high of 82. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. We are Villanova's V891 The Roar. On Villanova Stadium, me, Patrick Scanlon, alongside Dave Trubansky and Aubrey Bowles, and we've got seven minutes, seven seconds left to glory. Villanova, win a late one, late. On the main line, as they kick it off, after a big D-wheel Barley touchdown. Kickoff underway. The big question is, though, will we make it to 11 p.m.? Like, is the broadcast... I don't know. I, no, I, think, I, th- I think it's going to be a little bit sooner. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be short. I think it's going to be like 10.50. I can see that. Right. I'm calling it 10.50 on the dot right now. Actually, I'm going I'm to say 10.48. 10.48. Turn around the 27-yard line. Colgate's going to have a fresh set of downs. Trying to get the morale back for this long bus ride back to Hamilton, New York. All right, y'all got to put some guesses out there. Like, don't let me be the lone bigger. <laughs> you, you know, I think we're we're worth ten. I'll give you ten fifty one. I'm feeling ten fifty one. I'm gonna say ten forty six. Okay. Yeah, we'll see how Ooh. we'll see how this drive goes. Because this could complicate. Got seven minutes left. Drive. It could. That is correct. But I'm I'm I like a challenge, and I'll go for fourteen yeah. minutes away from now. Okay, we got. Gresha and company trying to salvage something here in this last seven minutes of this first quarter, fourth quarter. Gresha takes himself a little QB draw action to the right side. <laughs> he did your hesitation move, Aubrey. Waited away. Only got yeah. around two yards in. Bro, I just, it's so smart how they do it. Because, I mean, if you really try and force something, then it's just, it's not going to work. But just like having the pay, I think that's such key for running back is just having the patience to just stay. Like, where you are, and then just survey, like, what the best options are. Colgate. Go, Pat. Colgate plays a Philly opponent again next week. Penn, but this time at home in New York. Hey, you know, they could play the whole big five. Might as well. As Brescia looks deep, has a man open. Nice catch. And he's flipped. Oh, ball came out, though. Did a somersault. Big defensive break up there. Literally flipped on his head. Didn't look like it felt great. Incomplete, God, that's going to be sore tomorrow. Yeah, give him an ice bath or something. Uh, some out-of-town scores, though. Elon lost 27-34 to at Gardner-Webb. North Carolina NCAT still playing as well. And Albany taking the trip to the island. Hawaii, 11-59 kickoff. If you're a fan of college football and late-game action, we got you covered with the great dates taking on the Rainbow Warriors. They really need coffee. Yeah. They really need coffee. Yeah, after this game, we're heading over to Hawaii. Hey, we'll catch it. We'll catch it. <laughs> private jet? Yeah. DJ? Yes, the WXU private jet is... It's ready right outside. Yeah, it's waiting. Right outside <laughs> the fin. Snap here for Brescia. Third and nine. Brescia, under Brescia. Wheels and deals. Left. Throws it across his body. He's got a catch for the big fella, the junior. That junior running back has enough for the first down. My goodness. That's Brendan Casamajor. And Brescia for Brescia as he flings it. There's a flag, too. Across his body. Oh, still first down anyway. Push him down. How about game of the week for tomorrow? Football, NFL, predictions. What, uh, what game are you are you watching tomorrow? Tomorrow, I'll be watching. Watching. I'm watching. Besides, the Ravens, besides the Ravens, I won't say the Eagles. Um, 
You can't say the Ravens. If you I'm excited for the Steelers 49ers. I think that's going to be really good. I'm excited to see Brock Purdy back in action. Um, and I'm also excited to see Pickens and Pickett. I mean, I got Pickens on my fantasy, so we'll see if he can put up some numbers. Scary line, though. You'd think the 49ers would be big favorites. Only two and a half point favorites as they travel to the Steelers. Yeah, that's surprising to me. I mean, especially, I mean, like, they got Bose after that historic contract. And then I think, like, Peterson was talking a little trash to, to Purdy, saying that he's going to get an interception. So we'll see how that plays out. Could be a good one. I think it's the questions around Brock Purdy. Probably. Yeah. 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 But you know what you're going to get from. Looking forward to Bills and Jets. That's going to be good. I think Bill's roll. I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for the Jets this year. Okay. A lot of people have Eagles, Jets, and the Super Bowl. I, oh, I, 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 say that. Now, there's, the worst thing I, I get. The, I get the Jets part, but I don't understand the Eagles. Really? You get the Jets part. You don't get the Eagles part. That's surprising, Aubrey. First and 10 here for Brescia as he gets pressured and destroyed the backfield. Big 99. Camden Gagna, the Brown transfer. Graduate student, oh, that hurt. And look like it. And that'll leave a mark. Eagles Jets will be a battle for the best color of green. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that gonna work. Work. Are, are Eagles going to rock their throwback or no? That e- those Eagles throwbacks are. Those are, those are filthy. Yeah. I, I, I think they're Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Yeah. I'll give props for props for due. It's so hard to get a jersey, a Kelly Green jersey. They yeah, are sold out all over. Double twins on both sides with Brescia, second in forever. With 5-13 to play. As they're sending more pressure, it seems. Nope, hold back on it. Three men. Pressure, rifles to the right side. Oh, almost had a pick. Oh, my goodness. Number six. Could have taken that one for six. Yeah. Marshall. That asking to throw couldn't have been thrown any more perfectly right to him. Uh, that's why you Bounce play. Yeah. It back. And then right through his hands, hit his helmet. Looking like Darius Tony out there. Oh, my goodness. That guy had a rough night. Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Ross Knight. Talk about Ross <laughs> He couldn't catch a break. His best game ever, of course, against the Eagles. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's true. His best game was in the Super Bowl. But, hey, credit to him. I mean, Dude, the lights were shining. I guess light's pretty bright, too, on that Thursday. But pressure rolls out. Doesn't have a guy. Incomplete out of bounds. Third and forever. Probably going to go for May not even go for this year. We'll see if they wave the white flag. Looks like the punting unit's going to come out here for Colgate. Yeah. But game of the week. 425, Tom Brady retirement ceremony. Obviously, it would be nice. Will the Eagles spoil the retirement ceremony? That is the question everyone's asking. At 425, primetime, Eagles-Patriots. We'll see what uh, Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien can cook up against this Eagles defense. Uh, It could be a long night, though. I I, I do do understand that. But you never know. Belichick and these seven months to prep, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, there's some rain in the area, too, up there tomorrow in Massachusetts. So that may be a factor, as it was in this one. could also be up there in Eagles' pads. Yeah. Pringle with a fair catch. Going to take it around 25. Big question. Will Watkins come out? I don't think he will. But we'll see. We'll get you back for the last action, last bit of action here on WXVNM with Aurora Patrick Scanlon. And we'll see you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. I'm MK Kulikin, music director for WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. One, we're back here at Villanova Stadium, 4.52 to play, Cats up 42-19, and in at quarterback, I think it's still Watkins, am I not crazy? It is. They're right off the middle. 
That's the Watkins out there. You, interesting choice for Fronte. Well, I guess, uh, of course, a lot of runs are going to be in the future, so they're hoping that Watkins gets the ball off cleanly and that he won't have to take any more hits. It'll be big time. But, yeah, no, NFL, red zone back tomorrow. Everything it seems right in the world. <laughs> all of football is rejoicing. Don't call or text me. <laughs> I'm going to be busy. I am on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. So they do the second and eight coming down. 417 to play. Watkins. And TD in the backfield. A very tight formation here. Bunched up receivers with one on the outside. As Watkins. Low, low snap. As stiff-armed by TD, he's got a little space to work with. Makes it out of bounds. Got a nice, ooh, late hit there. Not going to call anything. Third and short, though. That's the clock continues to run 350 to play. Yeah, that was smart play by TD. Trying to spin back and bounce to make sure the, co the clock keeps going. I know. I think the refs are definitely trying to per persuade him to stay in bounds as well. As well as well the fans here. Colgate fans have kind of made their way to the exits. And so has Villanova fans. Uh, if I'm going to be honest here. But 3.28 to play. Cats up big. Third and short, though. See if they can put this one away right here. They have twins on the left. Open on the right. With Watkins in the shotgun. Hands it over. Ooh, got walloped in there. For a, yeah, it might be, be enough for first down. Yeah, Colgate thinks they have it. TD. Well, the chain gang is chain gang moves. They are raining on their parade right now from Colgate. Colgate Raiders move those chains. TD got walloped, but he got walloped after the first down. That was huge for Villanova. That was a huge first down. Now they can just run this thing out. Two forty-seven to play. Take their nice sweet time. And folks, ten forty-one with this clock running. David could be our. I'm a little nervous though because a two minute warning oh, stoppage. Wow. Yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm right a little now. nervous. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I think Pat's gonna be a little over. Yeah, I might just. <laughs> I thought Colgate had had another run at him, but Watkins. Good thing they did. The hold off inside. TD sheds a tackle. He's getting tripped up by three, four, five guys. Join the TD. Oh, he's party. so just shifty. Need five guys to take him down. Like you just, you never have any clue which direction he's going. Make it go forward, backward, sideways. Second and 15, though, for the light blue and white. See what they can do. Pull some action. Receivers out there, you got on the far left side, number 83. Two-minute warning. Bailey, receiver, Ryan, New York. I think there's a... Oh, yeah, no two-minute warning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, I think they're... Well, NFL some of them. Yeah. Yeah. This could help. Yeah, no, this could help you. He's playing cool. It might save you. Yeah, I'll tell you. It might He's save you. He's staying humble. <laughs> Second and fifth. So close. Uh, let's see what Watkins does. Probably quick handoff to TD right now. Snaps away. And a quick handoff to TD. He's got a shifty way inside. Scrambles his way inside for about a good chunk of yards. Nine-ish yards. Yeah, I think Colgate's just going to let the clock run out. Uh, 125 to play. Yeah. Third down right now. Probably one last run, and then he can run this clock off. Get on the buses. Chance to start the buses <laughs> would be chanted right now if this game was delayed. But the buses will be on en route straight to the Empire State. Hamilton, New York, Colgate. The toothpaste bottle seems about emptied right now. See what happens. This last third and nine for the Wildcats with less than a minute to play on WXGA 9 on the road. Patrick Scanlon, David Spancy, Aubrey Bulls, living large on the main line. 
Snaps away for Watkins. Gives it inside. Oh, he's walloped inside. TD is getting a beating. He's <laughs> not getting up very easily with Allen. He's up, though. Goodness gracious. That might be all she wrote from Villanova Stadium. 30 seconds to play. The punting unit will come on them. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Colgate's obviously going to take a timeout here. So they're not, they're not even running the the play clock or the. It's just sits at forty. <laughs> sits at forty. I think this might be all she wrote from Villanova Stadium. Cats win it forty-two to nineteen against Colgate, and the party is on here. The long-awaited final buzzer for this long, long game. You stuck with us all the way, and we're proud of you for that. We are had a great time, the season opener. Big Cats win. What you guys like today from that Villanova offense, defense, special team? Well, Villanova's now won six straight against Colgate. Rajon Pringle, definitely the player of the game. Three receptions, 168 yards. But really, any offensive player really can't go wrong with we're choosing for the player of the game. The defense also held their own, did their job. And a big win for Villanova. Back-to-back games, with though, with huge offensive performances, especially out of Connor Rockets. Yeah, I mean, exactly what Dave said. I think the offense really... You know, figured out what they're good at today. Um, I mean, Pringle had a heck of a game. Run game was fantastic. Um, and then, you know, the defense got off to a little slow start uh, in the second half. But, you know, they found the rhythm and they did what they had to do to get the win. Um, I think, you know, they played to their strength and they definitely know their weaknesses. And so I think they'll play even better next week uh, down in Florida. Cue the fight song. V for Villanova. V for victory. 42-19. Villanova leads it. We'll see you in Central Florida next Saturday night for WXU's coverage of UCF Villanova. Till then, you stay classy, Villanova. See you after the break. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, WXVU.org. This January marks the official rollout of WXVNU Health, the first nurse-led health and wellness department in college radio. The initiative reflects a partnership between WXVU and Villanova University's M. Louise Fitzpatrick College of Nursing in collaboration with the Office of Health Promotion. Listen this month for In the Know with Nova Nurses, health news that you can use. It's from WXVNU Health, brought to you by Villanova's V891, The Roar. On Tuesday, September 12th, a student employment session will be held in the Haverford Room in the Connolly Center between 9.30 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. This is your chance to handle new hire paperwork and I-9-related matters. Olivia Brink is available for any questions. Reach out to her at olivia.brink at villanova.edu. Now, back on live coverage of Villanova Wildcats football, live from Villanova Stadium, only on V891, The Roar. And welcome back. Good evening. Or I should almost, I mean, it's barely even evening anymore. But 
Welcome, everybody, to the Villanova football postgame show. You're listening to WXVU V891, The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, and your Villanova Wildcats have just taken down the Colgate Raiders 42-19. to A great performance. They were up. They were up pretty big at the end of the first half. They were up 28 to 10, and pretty much from there, they just continued their dominant play. Two touchdowns. We'll run through quickly what happened, kind of get some reactions overall, just the overall body of work of what Villanova did, and how they took down Colgate. And then we'll talk a little bit just about how they could translate this moving forward into their biggest test of the season I think by far playing an FBS team in UCF and then after that they start their Colonial Athletic Association play against Rhode Island I believe right after that so and that'll be a home game as well so that'll be their home CAA opener in two weeks so a lot of lot to talk about lot to uh lot to unpack here but we'll just get started for for Villanova they just I mean they came out swinging in the second half they they uh they just came out swinging. You had a Shane Hartzell sack uh, on that uh, on one of the first possessions of that uh, in that second half, and then from there you had Jalen Sanchez another big play that took Villanova to the red zone, and then the tight end, the big fella Antonio Johnson, had a touchdown catch. That put Villanova up 35-10, to 10, just two and a half minutes into the third quarter. So we talked about it earlier in the pregame and halftime show. Villanova, it was clear that when, when, uh, when Trayvon Saunders scored that touchdown for the Raiders, it feels like ages ago now. It's been a long day. They score that touchdown. It's 14-10. to 10. And they're really close to Villanova. There, there was just a, a switch that flipped because then Villanova ended up scoring 21 unanswered, effectively iced this game. Now there was some, uh, there was a little bit of fight left in Colgate. As then there was another big play to Jalen Sanchez later in the quarter, but then it was called back by offensive pass interference. And this is maybe the one bone to pick I have with Villanova's performance today was that it just got a little sloppy with the penalties, got a little sloppy. We talked about that at the onset with the pregame show, how that was just a big key with Lehigh, barely any penalties at all. And at the end of the first half, I think they, yeah, they had one penalty for 15 yards. But you look at the... You look at the stat sheet now, and it it's six penalties for fifty yards. So just a lot of just a, a lot of undisciplined behavior from Villanova on both sides of the ball. You have the offensive pass interference with with Sanchez, and then you had a muffed punt also. Uh, just kind of just just some silly mistakes for Villanova. And that ended up giving Colgate a short field, even though they were still up thirty-five to ten. You just you can't be making those mistakes, uh, mistakes, especially on special teams. Talked about ball security, that being very important, because it did give Colgate a little bit of life. And then the penalties just came back to bite Villanova more on this drive that Colgate put together in the late third quarter. There was a key pass interference. Uh, on a call that went against Villanova on third down that moved the change for the Raiders and then there was also a roughing the passer call and luckily Villanova held their own they kept the Raiders out of the end zone but they ended up kicking a field goal 35 to 13 and then a big play to Brady Hutchinson it was this it was this gadget play they got him across the middle and he 
just ran all the way to the red zone. It was juking players. It was a huge play for Colgate, probably their biggest of the second half. And then Colgate ended up scoring, and for a moment they made it a two-possession game because then it was 35-19. to They tried to go for two. They, tr- uh, they tried a fake extra point, but it ended up not working. And the man who scored it was Michael, Pre- uh, uh, Michael Prescia on the RPL just took it himself right in the end zone and you felt like potentially it still felt it felt a little far-fetched that maybe a comeback was brewing I didn't think so but definitely I think some fans felt that way but regardless it's it's a little bit frustrating because it's not like you're taking out a lot of your top players you're not just packing it in it's it's not like you're up 49 to nothing at halftime and you're a big-time FBS school, and you take out all your players, and then the other team comes back, and it makes it look less bad, the the, the overall score, right? Because your starters were taken out. But with Villanova, a lot of these guys were still in. You still had Connor Watkins in. You still had Pringle in. You still had much of your defense in. So, I mean, Colgate doing this, even though it was somewhat garbage time right I mean when it was 35 to 10 I thought it was kind of over but you never really know it's just a bit concerning for Villanova David pointed it out on the broadcast very astutely that with Lehigh they also struggled too because it was kind of a similar thing they took out their starters with five or six minutes left in the fourth quarter but let's not forget besides that one touchdown to D. Will Barley they just offensively were really struggling nothing was really working and it was with their starter so you can't really you can't say oh well we were it, it it doesn't really matter because it does kind of matter these things matter especially when you're in a close situation right it's going to matter against UCF how you play all four quarters you can't just play great in the first half which is what Nova's done the first two games and then just kind of take the second half off take the foot off the gas a little bit you have to keep going and then you can take your starters out so that was kind of the one thing for me for Villanova, but it was thirty-five to nineteen. But then we talk also talk about the response. It's kind of a, it's it's kind of a a, a double-edged sword, I would say, because then Villanova did respond and it was a good play. Uh, they had a huge completion yet again to guess who the deep threat, Rajwan Pringle, put him into Colgate territory, and then D. Will Barley just mentioned him earlier had a, a TD run that put a nice icing on the cake for Villanova made it 42 to 19 and then that was pretty much it there was just uh Prescia tried to engineer one more drive ended up getting stopped and then Villanova just ran with TDAO Duargier and the clock ended up getting run out and that was pretty much it but overall for Villanova I would say the penalties were a little disappointing I thought that but uh, but at the same time, I also liked that final drive. They kept their guys in, uh, and th- th- there was a little bit of that urgency again on that last drive. Because you know that this team is talented. This team's very talented. But it's just you can't get you can't you can't get too lax. You can't have these these dry spells on offense and defense and have all these penalties. It's just it's it's going to be a problem in the future, especially when you're playing talented. Uh, teams that know you very well and what makes you tick in your conference right we saw that last year I mean that's why they were losing some games that they shouldn't have lost last year so for Villanova it's just all about cleaning those things up but overall just game statistics real quick I mean 
player of the game's got to be Rajwan Pringle. We talked about him at halftime. He had another big catch. Three catches, 168 yards. 67 was his longest. A touchdown. Average of 56. Just incredible. Not much else to say. Jalen Sanchez, too, also added another catch to his total. Two catches, 128 yards. 68 yards was his long. 64 average. Just almost video game numbers. Just almost not real. And for Villanova, just some great stuff. And from Connor Watkins as well. 8 for 11, 310 yards. He was 5 for 6, 200-something yards at halftime. So he keeps up these godly statistics where he's averaging almost 30 yards a catch which is absurd. Two touchdowns passing for Watkins, two rushing touchdowns. Both of those uh, were in the first half. So, But regardless, still some good throws from Watkins, and especially on that last drive. I, I, I think through the third quarter, it was, very, it was a little lackadaisical, right? They started it very well. They had a great touchdown drive in the beginning. Then they kind of sleepwalked their way through until the middle of the fourth quarter, and then they woke up for that last drive. So I do appreciate that, but there just needs to be a little bit more consistency. Like Villanova really needs to make a statement, not play down to their competition to a team in the Patriot League that lost 65 to nothing to Syracuse. That's just the only thing with is is Villanova is very talented and they just they got to have a little more confidence in themselves. They got to be a little more consistent out there. But the rushing attack was very balanced. 12 carries, 57 yards for Jalen Jackson, 54 yards, 6 carries for D. Will Barley. Again, that two-headed rushing attack, kind of like last week, both had similar statistics. T- uh, TD had some got some more carries in the second half not the best day for him 10 carries 20 yards and then Connor Watkins rushed it himself sometimes averaged one and a half yards per carry and otherwise just a great day at the office for Villanova and then on the other side with Colgate Michael Brescia you got to give him his props 225 yards over 50 percent completion percentage not too bad one TD one interception it's a little bit difficult, but Travion Saunders, six catches, 132 yards, almost like Pringle and Sanchez. Just you, you, you can't even believe what you're reading. I mean, 22 yards a catch, just completely absurd. He pretty much was their offense. The run game was completely neutralized. Jaden Henry, their main back, 11 carries, 15 yards, although he did have three catches for 24 yards, and they did utilize him in the flat, and we talked about at halftime how they use him in a lot of different ways with end rounds and pre-snap motion, but still, they do not really have a running game for Villanova and especially this front four they were just feasting on this Colgate offensive line which is just which was really struggling especially in that second half you could just tell they were worn down they wanted to get out of there at a certain point Villanova was just the better team but on both sides of the ball and just with the team statistics as well as you could guess, dominant performance, nearly doubled them in yards, 462 to 258 in total. Passing only beat them by 100, so like a solid day for Brescia, similar to Braden Silbor last week for Lehigh. You'd think that Brescia would have played a little bit worse, but... He, he got some yards out of it. He did make some decent plays with his legs. So definitely something to look out for for Villanova. And part of that's just, again, you got to lay down the hammer just a little bit more in that second half. That's really the one takeaway there. But, I mean, this statistic's absurd. 28 yards per pass for Villanova versus 7 for Colgate, which just shows, again, Villanova had no fear. They would be throwing it up to Rajwan Pringle and... There, and these other deep threats that they have and just 
taking on that Colgate pass defense, which is just their probably their biggest weakness. There's a lot of weaknesses for Colgate, but that's definitely their biggest one, and we saw that today. Just any one-on-one situation with Pringle versus a Colgate corner, you knew who was going to win that matchup. And then this this is, and then the rushing statistics as well, 152 to 33, very reminiscent in favor of Villanova, very reminiscent of the 284 to 72, which is how much they beat him, how much they beat Lehigh last week in terms of rushing. So that's, so another great rushing performance there. And you just wonder if that'll translate to, CAA play UCF it'll be very difficult but luckily the CAA doesn't have teams like UCF so I mean keep that in mind like it'll it'll be a rough go next week it'll be very difficult you're just trying to hang around like we're kind of like we're almost going to be the Colgate to UCF I mean hopefully a little bit better but they just uh but you do wonder with just the run game and can they establish that in the uh, can can they establish that against the CAA opponents? But otherwise, for Villanova, it's a great win. They move to two and zero. UCF next week, CAA schedule coming up. Colgate, they have to search for their first win elsewhere. But that is going to do it here for the post game show. We've hit eleven o'clock. As David, Pat, and Aubrey were talking about the the witch. Uh, well, ten o'clock was the witching hour. This is like the really witching hour this is very very late way past my bedtime but i do want to thank everybody for listening here uh i know the weather was a big problem and the delays and all that but just appreciate everybody for sticking with us it can it can be a lot so we put a lot of you know put a lot of blood sweat and tears into all this so uh but it was a great bra it was it was a great broadcast great to be a part of it but anyway uh that's going to do it here for the Villanova football post-game show. Again, I want to thank everybody for listening. You've been listening to WXVU V891 The Roar. I'm your host, Stephen Kane, And as always, go Cats. Still undefeated. We're your home for play-by-play coverage of every Villanova Wildcats home football game. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova serving the main line at 89.1 FM and streaming everywhere at our website, wxvu.org.